the little fish on the back of cars that says Genesis is all sorts of confusing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Riff. And I'm Kevin. It's time for episode number 105 of Video Games Hot Dog, the podcast about video games. And hot dogs. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. I've had a distinct lack of hot, bleh, distinct lack of hot dogs. Yeah, I don't remember the last time yeah. I ate a hot dog. Huh. Yeah. It's been a while. We ate some sausages the last time we were in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I had a triumph this morning, speaking of food. Yeah? I, uh... Today, I ate the last piece of bread out of a loaf of bread that I bought. You didn't throw it away? No. You're supposed to throw it away. Yeah, the last one you're right. Well, the heels are still in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let those dry out and then feed them to the birds. Okay. Because the heels of a loaf of bread, that's for the birds. That's the, that's the good bread. No. Wow, really? Yeah. You eat I the like heels. The heels. Uh, yeah. Even on like the crust is the delicious chewy bread, part. and the no, the crust of the crust of a loaf of like grocery store bread or like a loaf of Wonder Bread is awful. Oh, it's well, the crust Wonder, on Wonder real bread, bread sure, that you buy at a bakery is good, but yeah. I used I mean, to bake bread in large loaf pans, and it came out looking like a loaf of Wonder Bread before it was sliced, and then you'd cut it, and it was like a real, you know, nice. I mean, if you the, the bread. When I used to buy bagged bread before I was trying to not eat so many carbs, I'd buy a try and find a good like whole wheat kind of bread, and the crusts crust on that are good. No, they're not. They're awful. I was super happy though because I I I basically never. Whenever I buy groceries, I'm basically just buying. 10% as many groceries as I'm buying and 90% as much garbage. Mm. You do throw away a lot of food. I can't help it. You could buy smaller portions. Uh, they don't sell individual like, grapes. I would tomatoes. love to go to the grocery <laughs> store and buy a slice of bread, but they don't do that. They don't have a store like that. Not, Wasn't not that here fresh and easy? Anyway. You need to have like Deal? the little corner. You Bodega. need to live in Even England there, and have a little corner market that you take your one little canvas bag into and could buy, buy like a that day's worth of bread. We would we would always buy that day's worth of giant Toilet paper, giant uh, <laughs> cheesy bacon roll. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I gained like a hundred thousand pounds while I was in London. We ate really rich food while we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, and then on the way here, uh, I saw a bunch of ducks. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt it was my reward. It was my reward for finishing a loaf of bread without having to throw, well, okay. You don't think ducks might have been a reward for throwing away most of the rest of the bread to the birds? I was cheating a little bit because I had to throw one, I had to throw away a slice of bread yesterday because, well, because I had accidentally left my toaster on bagel and it just burned a piece of toast. But just by leaving a toaster on a bagel? Yeah, well, because I didn't want to get the counter dirty. Right. <laughs> so Toasters get surprisingly gross, given Only enough time. if you look in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you just don't ever pay attention to it, then it's still just a beautiful, if you think of it, clean it's, yeah, you it's, can trust. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a portal to the baked goods dimension, right? You put your bread in there, and it goes away, and some toast comes out to replace it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> you know, that was the secret to... Um, delicious uh, bagel pizzas was to toast the bagels before you made the bagel pizza huh. don't don't whatever you do oh my god do not make a bagel pizza with an untoasted bagel it's just the worst i'm just gonna not make a bagel pizza yeah really ever. Oh, they're so good i well, discovered sure, if you but put, i mean so was a big mac like, if you put no. like 
Munster, like slices of Munster cheese and... In a toaster? No, and ham on a frozen pizza. Yes. It's super good. And you just eat the frozen pizza? Well, no, I, you bake it afterwards. Oh. The only thing that is acceptable to add to... to the, the only acceptable frozen pizza mod is mm. sliced uh, green olives. Not Counter-Strike mm. frozen An entire pizza. jar. Just You slice up an entire <laughs> jar of green olives, pile them high Seems like, like Mount Olive. like that would take a long just, time. Just actually just dump the entire jar. Don't slice them. Don't drain them. <laughs> just bleach. Okay. Yeah, and then poach. Splish. Just have a poached pizza. <laughs> like a poached this pizza in olive bread. I guess if I, if I were going to slice Blanch that many pizza. olives, I would want like a little tiny egg slicer. You think? Yeah. You could also just get egg-sized olives. Oh, oh yeah. So good. Where would you get a pimento that big? Hey, here's a question. Would you stick a whole cherry tomato in there? What the fuck is a pimento? It's a piece of red pepper. Yeah. Is it just mm-hmm. pickled red pepper? No, it's like a it's like a particular kind of pepper, I think, or something. But okay. it's it's just like a little piece of pepper. It's pickled. Okay. A little piece. Do of they pickle pepper. it yeah. inside the olive, or do they pickle it, then put it in the olive, and then pickle the olive? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. <clears throat> so I really learned nothing. No, here. not really. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a vegetable, right? Well, yeah, sure. Probably. Yeah. It's vegan, you think? Yeah, probably. What are they... You don't think they get the salt from, like, moose sweat? Did you read that article <laughs> that, that, like... Pig fat. <laughs> immune disorders have been linked to processed salt consumption? Mm-mm. Yeah, apparently. What but, kind of immune disorders? Like lupus? All of them. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know specifically. Processed salt as opposed to, like, MS, just maybe. eating a rock? Uh, yes. Well, yeah. good luck. I guess we're all just fucked then. Well, is there so, anything in processed so like, salt other than knackle? No, that's the whole point, is that because it is just sodium and chloride, sodium chlorine, um, that it is much worse for you than natural salts, which have a bunch of trace minerals or something. So you could eat some salt uh, and then so eat a rock. So it's not that fine. the salt is bad, it's that you're not getting the you're extra not trace the, minerals that the trace you minerals, otherwise yeah, need. Apparently. Okay. That, that's the theory, at least. Are you getting enough trace beaulieu? Who knows? I'm, you know, I'm reading all sorts of <laughs> weird news articles that may not be true at all. So. Yeah, are you, is this like the hippie journal no. of made-up medicine? It might, well, yeah, it might have been. I don't actually look at what the source of any of, my, of the stuff of I read anything. is. You just, yeah. Uh, yeah, you just have your, uh, you have your RSS reader set to random. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you get all your news. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys are not going to believe these gross shit on tits. Have you heard about this? <laughs> I'm assuming that that's probably what you mostly get if you just randomly subscribe mm. to RSS feeds. I mean, especially since I have that RSS feed generator that just the same picture of shit on tits every day. com. That's my nickname for Dave Coulier. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, man, I Dave see. Coulier is in town. Yeah? Really? Yeah, do you guys want to go see Dave Coulier? What is he doing in town? Stand up. Really? Yeah, they reopened the Tempe Improv. So, good oh, so news they, so they Good did. news number one, they reopened the Tempe Improv. Good news number two, Didn't Dave Coulier is playing. Didn't the owner get play. killed in he, some sort of... I believe he killed himself. Oh, yeah, okay, that's the story. Wasn't there some sort of weird... Like well, intrigue, I think the or Tempe like improv some kind of improv mafia. <laughs> well, well, kind of, sort yeah. of. They, it went out of the Tempe improv went under because of something that a new comedy club that opened was doing. I don't remember the exact story, <laughs> but it was like, all right, I'm going to kill this guy. I need a suggestion from the audience. What 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 weapon should I use? Somebody name a weapon. Kumquat. <laughs> all right, kumquat. Kill me, kumquat. <laughs> kumquat. <laughs> 
And scene. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that they will ever do a scene like that where they make fun of the audience's terrible suggestions at the beginning of an improv show to shame them into giving better <laughs> suggestions? I don't think it would work. You don't think so? You think no. it would just exacerbate the I think the, the kind of person who is going to be in the audience of like a bunch of improv shows, so the kind of person that you can train for that, like that makes it even worse. Like your 50th improv show where you're in the audience, you're going to get you're going to really feel like you own the ability to suggest penguins for everything. <laughs> yeah, the best improv we ever saw did not take uh, did not take suggestions from the audience instead. They, they took suggestions from, from Andy, Andy Richter. Richter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which he was not he was a participant in addition to well, sure, sure. being the source of all the suggestions. So that's you know, in a lot of ways that's like not improv, just stuff that was written really fast <laughs> and really well. <laughs> And had never been rehearsed or communicated between people performing. See, so that was the people from, that was the ASCAT, upright, upright, like people, upright former Citizens Upright Citizens Brigade, the people who are at the UCB Theater. God, that was, that made me never want to try and say anything funny ever again. Really? Yeah. Just because they're so good at yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I feel like they were particularly on. I'm, I can't imagine that they are that good all the time, in which case maybe, Can't yeah. you? No, I don't know. They just Also, a lot of them, a lot of the people there weren't even people that they normally worked with. There were well, other... it had been years, right? Because yeah. it was, these were all the, like the founding members or whatever. Yeah. These are like hardcore, serious comedy people. Hardcore. Yep. They all had shit on their tits. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's how you can tell they're, they're really committed. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, man. What else is in your RSS feed, guys? I don't have an RSS feed. Is that a problem? Are you using Newsblur now? Yes. Did you sign up for Newsblur? I did. I it's also pretty signed good. up for Newsblur. When, once okay. you get over the hump of learning the new interface. From yeah. Me. Apparently, the Google News Reader still works. Well, it's, they're not shutting it down until July. Sure. So you could have just been status quoing for another month and a half. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I could also just keep beating a dead horse to see if You're it gets eating me to a, town. a dead horse? Yeah. Huh. It's, it's, you know, you might as well. It's going to turn eventually. Yeah. Right. Like our nuts. That yeah. Dead horse RSS. I, uh, <laughs> in the podcast I recorded yesterday, I spent a lot of time talking about rancid nuts. Yeah. So I'm going to have to spare our listeners a repeat of that this is no bag of chips i couldn't open because i'm too old this isn't worth telling everybody about a whole bunch of times in a row okay did i tell you guys about the trouble i had buying the zen coins on my neverwinter account yes yes mm. in fact i'm i'm not sure if i'm pretty sure you mentioned it on the podcast but... i mentioned it on two different podcasts and i know that because i listened to both of them over the last couple of days oh i see yeah two so you were referencing something that lists. was that was sort of a joke for people who actually listen to this mm-hmm. i see People who are paying a lot of attention, paying a lot of attention, paying a lot of attention. They'll so notice that they'll notice that I just omitted a word. Yeah. Mm. Uh, boy, you know who never omits words is Kickstarter backer Melissa Forsyth. <clears throat> I would say the same thing about uh, Kickstarter backer Prince Kingson, but it's just a single run-on name, and I feel like maybe there could have been some some more words, some in more there. words in there. Prince Kingson. I mean, that's like saying it's the very, same thing uh, twice. It's, ta- it's tautological. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know which of our Kickstarter backers reminds me the most of ejaculating into a beehive. Is it Sparkle Loser? No, it's Ben Cumbie. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for your money, and sorry I just compared you to ejaculate. <laughs> Shall I compare thee to ejaculating to a into day. a beehive on a summer's day? Yes. Um, do you think it'd be easier or harder to ejaculate into a beehive 
if it was filled with bees. <laughs> I think it would be harder. Yeah, I think that would be. More I would difficult. be way too freaked out about potential stinging action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you don't feel that way in general. Like you don't. That doesn't give you pause. I'm not worried. You live in a house filled with scorpions. I was just to say, I'm not worried about being stung by scorpions day to day. Even though that that's a possibility. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if we've mentioned this horrifying story on this podcast before about a friend of ours, well, her her mom, who was laying in bed, I think asleep at night, and a scorpion dropped from the ceiling onto her like bare back and just repeatedly stung her wow. in the back. That's a dick of a scorpion, yeah. man. Like it well, was her fault. So yeah. though imagine, let's imagine that you suddenly just fall off of the earth. You fall <laughs> off of the world as far as you know it. And you land on a strange planet that's made out of a giant monster and all you have is a knife. What are you going to do? You're going to stab the planet. Well, not not immediately. <laughs> you're going to hack the planet. What? Yeah, what? You're going to hack what? at the planet with your knife. <laughs> what good is it going to be for me to hack at the planet? planet? Really? I mean, really? I don't know. No fucking good. Maybe you're hungry and you can eat some monster scabs. Ew. Yeah. What, man? Almost everything we eat, if you really think it's about monster, it, can be described monster as monster scabs. scabs. <laughs> like a cow is a lot like a monster. Cacao. And a bacon is a lot like Cacao. a scab. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Cacao. I'm pretty sure that's the s- scabs of a plant monster. What kind of food do you think uh, Kickstarter backer Sharif Del Monte would uh, provide for us? Probably mm. canned pears. You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of food do you think Kickstarter backer Space Butler would bring to us? Well, whatever we asked for, I'm thinking. <laughs> in, whatever like, we asked for, as long as it was in space. In Shadowrun, what job do you think Kickstarter backer Rachel Decker would have? I uh, I think she would be a rigger. Yeah. <laughs> She certainly exercised rigor in supporting our Kickstarter. Ooh, very good. The uh, the hat, some might say, is uh, half empty as opposed to half full. Uh, you know what they would certainly say is they wish the hat was empty. Yes. The, 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 the optimist <laughs> in me wishes this hat was empty. I... Every time I thank somebody, I immediately feel guilty for the way in which I thanked them. Yep. And for wasting our listeners' time. We did <laughs> We did not say that we would be thanking them necessarily. We did say that we might just use their name in a stupid joke. Okay. So, you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel too much guilt. Uh, although the guilt about wasting all of our listeners' time—that's totally valid. <laughs> that said, all they have to do is uh, hit the two X. Yeah. 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 That's how I listen to it now. Yeah. It freaks me out to listen to anything other than us on 2X. Uh, you'll you'll come around. I go nuts trying to listen to us. Around. I cannot believe how slow I speak. Yeah. What? No, everybody speaks really slow, especially like when, when they're I being say, recorded. Battling Dragon, the Kickstarter backer. You know who's faster than that? Allie. Kickstarter backer Allie. Yeah. Oh, very concise. You know, you know who reminds me the second most of ejaculating into a beehive? No. Kickstarter backer Kathy B. <laughs> because it reminds me of two things that I like to ejaculate on, one of which is Kathy cartoons from the Sunday newspaper, <laughs> just because they're hilarious, and uh, the second of which is a beehive. <clears throat> so you're aroused by anything that's funny? Uh, sure. Yeah. That explains a lot about you and how you've lived your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, who's uh, the, the most uh, difficult to name Kickstarter backer is this one that I think is just an underscore. Do you think that that was... <laughs> A mistake? No, I think that was probably... Somebody it's just... possible that that's underscore was. Oh, okay. Possibly. So, 
underscore was one of our Kickstarter backers. It's possible that it was. Like, there were a bunch of people who just left things blank, and so sometimes I had to, I, I filled in a bunch of those with anonymous, so, and then I try to con- consolidate those, but I, there might be multiple anonymouses. You know who wins the award for Kickstarter backer who has given us the most chocolate buttholes? Five four. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, because we all got like yeah. five of them. I thought it was pretty funny that time when we were trying to figure out what it was in the refrigerator that smelled really bad and proposed, <laughs> oh, maybe it's this butthole. Maybe it is this cast of an anus. I, uh, I threw out some sausages that were starting to smell bad. Mm. So, not from this. From, from did you take them? Uh, did you did you just put them in the garbage can in the kitchen? No, no, no. I, okay. they, I took the garbage out last night. Did nobody you? else? Nobody else does. No, that nobody ever does. I. It we was rely on you. So full that it was hard to move. I know. <laughs> I had been filling it with really heavy stuff Apparently. for a long time. <laughs> It's never trash day, and I'm always afraid that my neighbors are going to yell at me. I mean, for all I know, it's never trash day. Wednesday is trash day. So the same the same thing about me that makes it so I very, very rarely finish an entire loaf of bread without having to throw away either a moldy loaf of bread or basically just a bag of weird crackers. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it just prevents me from knowing when trash day is. Why do saltines in your house go bad in such a just a disgusting way i don't know (laughs) but i know what you mean like i feel like in houses that i've lived in before i could open up a bag of saltines from 10 years ago and it's like yep this is a saltine it's like not great but it wasn't great when it was brand new like you could you could wait outside the door of a saltine factory and eat (laughs) saltines fresh off the presses and it would still just be like Eh, it's a fucking saltine. But yeah, every saltine I have ever tried to eat at my house has just been super fucking gross. It tastes like plastic. Somehow his house infuses the saltines with the plastic that they are contained in. And it's just like you can have you can buy them that day and bring them home from the store and have them with your bowl of soup or whatever. But then like a week later, we make some more soup. It's good. They're gross. They're super gross. And we don't. The thing is, like, that doesn't happen to Girl Scout cookies. No, that doesn't happen to Ritz crackers. No, Ritz crackers will last (laughs) a couple years. Yep. In my house. It doesn't happen to uh, macadamia nuts. Do you remember how proud I was was when I found a cardboard tube that was just the right size to store Ritz crackers in? (laughs) It was so good. Because that because then you can take Ritz crackers on a backpacking trip and they don't get all broke. Yep. Yeah. So you don't have Ritz dust. Ritz bits. <clears throat> huh. I wonder if that would be like an ice cream topping. If that would be any good at all. Ritz crackers have got to be really bad for you. They're basically they're nothing, just, just nothing but fat, fat and right? like, they're just yeah. like fat and flour. processed flour. Yeah. yeah. But oh god, they taste good. I'm not as like en- enamored. <laughs> I was about to say enameled. I was, I'm not as enameled <laughs> with them as you are. <clears throat> but yeah. I would def- I'll definitely eat them on a backpacking trip because they're for I prefer for a, uh, a Trisket. A town A Tasket. What do they call those? What are the, town? the thin ones? The, the wheat Triscuits? Thins? Wheat Thins. Hmm. What wheat, are those wheat thin are wheat yeah. ones? What are those thin what? wheat ones called? Yeah. Those are a little greasy, but good. The, uh, you know, Triscuits, I think, uh, are the ones are the crackers are for me. Because they're yeah. just, Triscuits at least are like, and salt yeah, just and water. Wheat. And yeah. processed salt, so woohoo, immune yeah. disorders. And they're a good size for putting cheese on. Yeah. That's true. You know what else is a good size for putting cheese on? <laughs> Kickstarter backer Wesley Milton Dagwell III. Wow. 
I mean, you can put an entire fancy cheese on that yeah. guy from the sound I of I think him. you would. it would have to be fancy cheese. You, you know what Kickstarter backer you, is good for having a ton of butter put on him is Kickstarter backer Butterton. Oh, <laughs> I was going to suggest <laughs> Eggy Pay, but I realized halfway through that that was not, uh, not some sort of egg payday or something like that, but actually just Peggy in Pig Latin. Oh, oh. An egg payday. It's it's yeah. just a huge loaf of caramel with whole hard-boiled <laughs> eggs embedded in it where the peanuts should be. Uh, oh, you better tweet that to Patrick Klepek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here's a different way to add some gross candy bar stuff to hard-boiled eggs, Patrick. You're welcome. <laughs> that asshole never thanks me for any of my awesome diet suggestions. <laughs> diet suggestions. Hey, here's a, good way to, here's a good way to lose some weight. Dip a hard-boiled egg in Hershey's syrup. Oh, Life man. hacks. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know who cannot tell a lie about how enlightened he is? Kickstarter backer Siddhartha George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Washington Buddha. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, You know which of our Kickstarter backers is the hardest to cut? At the, Chase Mitchell of Oshkosh. No. The no. Jangordian Knot. Kickstarter backer, uh, okay. Jangordian Knot. Sure. Okay. Thanks for the money, Jangordian Knot. We used it to make a video game. Thanks for thanks for being also difficult to cut, Chase Mitchell of Oshkosh. Hey, you know which of our Kickstarter backers I used to hang out with a lot right after high school? Josh Thompson. Yeah. Thanks, Kickstarter backer Josh Thompson. <laughs> <clears throat> cool. Well, guys, this is getting really old. Yeah, let's stop this for now. Have you played any video games? I have played none, besides the assignment. Really none? None, none yeah. at all? Not not this week. Not even one. You didn't play any phone games. What'd you do while you were pooping? Uh, I didn't. Oh, you just didn't poop for a week? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Starting to feel a little bloated. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be real satisfying. Yeah. And you take a picture yeah. of it accidentally, get your dick in the frame so you can never show the picture to anybody. I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm, uh... I'm looking forward to... Like just having some time to play some video to games. Poop. <laughs> just looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to the bowel movement that you're finally allowed to have. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you misinterpret one of the communications from Bionic Commando to mean that you weren't allowed to poop? I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's might be what they meant. It got to the point where I just stopped trying to eavesdrop because I just there's nothing but attacks. That only happens in like two of the rooms. I don't know. Well, anyway, we can't talk about the assignment sure, yet. Jeez, sure. do you have no respect for the for the Sanctity. extent to which we are bound to <laughs> the segment format? I don't Riff, I what guess, have you been playing? I guess I finished. Actually, uh, I, I finished that uh, that video game. That uh, which one? Putting monsters. Oh, oh yeah, it's good. It's really good. Really, really worth the free that it was. I've been playing a little bit of it here and there. Yeah. I've gotten, I guess I'm in the level where you get the linked ones that, mm. it's like second level, I guess. I don't know. The, like little radio, radio pudding monsters. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. You should, you should play it, Riff. Radio pudding monsters. Yep. Sold. Okay. What have you been playing, Riff? Uh, I played a thing called Jacob Jones and the Bigfoot Mystery, is episode a, one. That sounds like a hidden object game. Yeah, I was just going to say. It is a Professor Layton game. Oh. So that's puzzles. It is puzzles. And oh, that's why you were going to recommend an iPad to me. Yeah. No, well, for something else, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, it's pretty good. The The puzzles are pretty decent. They're, they're, I mean, they're pretty standard Professor Layton-style puzzles, but they were reasonably difficult. They weren't, they weren't just ultra, um, you know, snap of the fingers the way the one, I feel like the ones in Puzzle Agent were. 
hmm. generally. And the uh, Dara wouldn't have any trouble with these puzzles. <laughs> Kickstarter backer Frostbite. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, the uh, the art style is pretty cool. It's the you know who the... else's art style is pretty cool. <laughs> Kickstarter backer Sir Aertonius. Okay. All the all the backgrounds are in the style of you know who else I interrupt all the time. <laughs> Kickstarter backer Agargan. <laughs> Thanks, Agargan. The the backgrounds are all in the style of like papercraft, and the characters are all in the style of like those painted vinyl figurines. What does that mean to be in a style of a painted vinyl figurine? They they like have that that sort of by definition just like. They have that sort of shape, and you can see the mold seam down the side of the character, and the uh-uh. the way they're they're painted. You get like a, the the little extra like bit of bleed over over the, you know they they look like they look like they've been painted factory by painted figurines, Asian yeah. slave children. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the the voice acting is is uh, inoffensive. You know who okay. would never enslave Asian children? Kickstarter backers Spike and Kickstarter backer Ogre Bushi. Although Ogre Bushi, yeah, Ogre Bushi sounds, sounds like, like a, maybe he like back in the day yeah, enslaved some grind, Asian children. Grind some bones to make his bread. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I played was uh, Factory Ball. Wait, what was the name of that? What was the name of the puzzle game? Something coming. Name Bigfoot, of the puzzle something? was uh, Bigfoot Jake, and the Jacob, Jacob Jones and the Bigfoot. Adventure mystery, mystery something, mystery. Yeah. and is it going to be cereal? Yeah, no, it's doesn't. It's not. There's no cereal box tie-in. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> if first episode is it, out, folks. and uh, wasn't me. There will be se- subsequent episodes coming out. You know who would never have made a joke that bad? Kickstarter backer Robbie Lloyd. <laughs> I'm serious. We got to get done with this shit. Don't you agree, Kickstarter backer Sean Von Beck or? I wonder if he's related to Mr. Orr, my math teacher from oh. senior year of high school. Oh, maybe. I think maybe that guy's Do you remember what his... Oh, okay. Do you think Kickstarter backer Markham of IF Mud uh, plays some sort of interactive fiction mud? Is that is that a thing? Hmm. Is IF Mud like a, like a, a multi-user dungeon that is somehow interactive fiction-y? Does every I mean, user get to like they all kind of? Well, I don't know. They they a lot of them like like had combat systems and stuff like that. But I wonder if there's like evolving narratives that each player can write. And you, mm. I'm just making this up as I go along. Like, what happens if you had like an like you could write your own little making this up as you go along, like you would if you were writing an evolving narrative in a mud. Yeah. If you were one of the wizards of. Well, the but mud. what if it, what if every user gets to write their own little sections or something? I mean, I feel User like you would end up content. with a lot of what it, what, <laughs> I, what, help, question mark, question mark, question mark, F1, exit. That's what most of the puzzles would look like. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I have something, uh, I have a question to pose to uh, Andrew, hasn't heard a new way of making fun of his last name in 20 years, Sailor. Uh, who is the best Star Trek The Next Generation android? You may say Data, but I say Lore. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that was making fun of it. I don't know if that counted. No, probably. I'm sorry. I'm a disappointment to you and all of us. Andrew hasn't heard a new way of making fun of his last name in 20 years. Sailor. How old do you think that makes Andrew hasn't heard of new way of making fun of his name in 20 years? Sailor. When do you start? Like, how old are you? The last time you hear you hear a new way of making fun of your last name? Ten? Maybe. Yeah. Like, when do people stop making fun of your name? Never. 
You don't think they stop for a little while when they get interested in boobs and then they start again once you're in a frat? Um, I mean, when you start getting better at multitasking so that while you're in the frat, you can be interested in boobs and, and, making fun uh, of and hassling the pledges right. about their last names. Did 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 they nickname you Richard no. uh, as a way of making fun of your last name? No. Were you with or us on the spooky New Orleans ghost tour where one of the scary things they showed us was the place where Richard Simmons went to high school? No. Yeah, kind of, that was kind of funny. Ooh. Were there actual scary things on that tour? There were some stories about scary things. Houses where there were, I don't know, some uh, some servant that was connected to some machine in the attic. I don't was know. there a servant with a Kickstarter backer cursed grimoire? Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be scary. It would be even more scary if uh, that cursed grimoire was owned by John unnamed hobo Kajayan. Because huh. you don't want an unnamed hobo running around with a cursed grimoire. That's true. You never know what they're going to do. They can't read or write. They only speak in those weird little yeah, glyphs the that they put on a yeah, fence post. Yeah. 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 Here is a question for you guys. Where the fuck did hobos get chalk? Hmm. It wasn't necessarily chalk. Do sometimes you like burgle a school? Sometimes they would uh, carve it into things, right? Yeah, with their Ain't nobody got time knife. for that. Where'd they get a knife? What? If you got a knife, you can get a job. Get a job. At knife point. Yeah, stabbing dudes. <laughs> yeah, you just go up, look, give me a job, I'll stab you. Uh, you. You know, charcoal instead of chalk? Okay, okay. are they going to okay. get charcoal? I guess out of a fire. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think of charcoal as being a thing that you have to buy in a bag at Walmart. Right. Um, it's been a long time since I bought a bag of charcoal. Is it because of all your propane? Um, no, it's because I don't cook. Okay. No, 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 I do all my grilling by going to a restaurant. <laughs> That's not really true. I think I think you don't understand how your stove is supposed to work inside the house if you keep putting right. charcoal on it. Yeah, well, you light charcoal, and then you hold the charcoal up to the little holes while you turn the gas on, and it lights them. Right. Yeah. I wish that, I wish that somebody would invent some sort of a device that would, like, I don't know, act as the guy in charge of the airplane that is your gas jet. <laughs> jet. <laughs> Get it? You know, like, yes. somehow illuminate the process. Yeah. Uh... Captain Flash. Yeah, Captain Flash. That's exactly what they should call that. Oh man. You know who uh you know who definitely got what I was what I was going for there was Kickstarter backer Rigatoni Rex. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Right next to Kickstarter backer Relly, in the sense that their names are on these sheets of paper that are adjacent to one another in my hand. Was it Rex as an R E X or W R E C K S? R E X. Okay. Like he's the king of Rigatoni. King of Rigatoni. Or a dinosaur with little his Rigatoni arms. Has there ever been any kind of uh, king slash automobile accident crossover <laughs> fanfic? Rex Rex? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Rex it uh, Ralph? Uh, there's that whole Princess Diana thing. That, like a, a, she real, wasn't a really real event. King. <laughs> yeah, I guess have there any, any cars been killed in cars? Have there been kings killed in car crashes? Mm, I don't know. How did they assassinate Archduke Ferdinand? He was also an Archduke, not a king. Damn it. I wonder if there has ever been a king that was killed in a car crash. Or any sort of a, you know, any sort of an accident. I mean, maybe a carriage. Do they call it a wreck? If you wrecked a carriage? Huh. I don't know. Are, are there any countries that, are there any countries that have kings that 
use the word wreck. Do you think there were a lot of deaths as a result of high speed colli- high speed vehicle collisions before cars really became a thing? Maybe a chariot. Uh, the horses maybe? probably yeah, died. Horses. Yeah, horses. A lot of horse collision deaths. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how. I don't know if there were a lot, but I mean, a single horse could kill you just by throwing you. So you got to imagine two horses yeah. running into each other at high speed. Yeah, right. Be I mean, messy. so one thing that can kill you is four horses, one tied to each of your limbs, uh, right, scared sure, off into right. into cardinal directions. Also, four horses Quartering. that uh, That's are they call heralds quarter of the horses. apocalypse. Is it really? No. I don't know. <laughs> I think quarter horses are okay. shorter horses. Right? You know why they call them Clydesdales is because most of the people who were drawn and quartered were named Clyde and Dale. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> they were afterwards, they were named Clyde, Dale, Willie, and Joe. Because um, each of their parts got... Yeah. So which one do you think the part that the head came off on? Oh man, wouldn't it oh. be weird? Wouldn't it be weird to be the one guy whose head went off on one of the legs <laughs> rather than one of the arms? Do so you feel like that's normally what would happen, right? So uh, do you think people would bet on which limb the torso would would remain stuck Is attached this some to? Sort of like a weird like wishbone yeah, kind of right? betting? I don't, I don't know. The, uh, I don't know the why torso isn't going to tear yeah, I don't know down why the I middle the whole torso. Too. Yeah, I figured. I, I always thought that the torso would tear in the middle. You like if so? you just pulled on somebody from the top and the bottom, do you think that their legs would come off before their spine separated? I would assume so. Yeah, you're probably right. This is unfortunately gruesome to think about. <laughs> we ought to get like a real big monkey and have him tear apart some dudes and oh. see how they. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Real big, we could just get a monkey and put it in a machine that tears it apart to yeah. see what happens because they're basically the same as us. We could, oh, we could get some cute little ponies because you don't need full-size horses because it's a monkey. <laughs> yep. Ah, be, if you wanted to tear apart mission for that. a flying monkey, <laughs> would you need Pegasuses? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm not really fond need, of the turn that this conversation has taken. Well, you, need, you wouldn't need full-size Pegasuses, right? Like that'd be like if you wanted to Pegaponies. If you wanted to draw in quarter Daedalus, you would need Pegasuses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, but you probably don't because didn't he already? Well, Icarus. No, Icarus, no, is, Icarus yeah. is the one that had the wings. Yeah. Fell. Well, did he die as a result of that? Is that because that doesn't seem like a real good way remember. to learn a lesson? I guess it's a good way to teach a lesson. Yeah. What did Daedalus do, though? Didn't he, he eventually he, make a lab? Yeah, he invented the Minotaur maze. Was that after his kid died from not listening? I don't remember. Listening? I thought that he was imprisoned so that he could not share the secret of the labyrinth. Oh, and then his son escaped Try making escape. the wings. Yeah. That sounds right. I could be making that up, though. See, I thought they were both flying, and Icarus was like, hey, Dad, look at I this. I thought they were flying. And Daedalus thought, was like, don't do it, don't son. Don't do it, son. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and then as the kid fell past, he was like, I told you, you ungrateful little shit. <laughs> yeah, you're grounded. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that all the video games that you played? Uh, yeah, f- uh, that and Factory Balls, yeah. Oh, tell about Factory Balls. So it's, uh... Barty Bonty. Yep, Barty Bonty. You might have already played it because it's been a Flash game on the internet well, this is for different. a long the, time. The iOS one is different than is any it? of the ones that I had played for free. Like, the puzzles get a lot more elaborate a lot faster. Hmm, I don't really remember how how, <clears throat> how so the difficulty curve was in this the This is a game that the idea is you have balls and you are trying to make some sort of final output 
pattern on the balls. Yeah, it's basically an order of operations puzzle, dipping, putting things on a ball and then dipping the whole works in paint. Yeah. So you've got like different belts and different hats that you, yeah, that you put on the, so the paint only, only gets onto one surface or whatever. And you're, you've given a, a goal of what the ultimate outcome has to look like. And you can rotate the balls. No. No. It's just, it's just straight no, on. Huh. I mean, that's just not a thing that you... This one has some weird additional verbs that the Flash versions didn't have, like pulling on parts of it to make yeah. ears pop out of it and stuff, which I'm a little less enamored mm-hmm. of. I kind of... You know, I get why they want to make it more complicated, yeah. but... Uh, yeah. I liked the... It ceases to yeah, be a ball one, if the, the ball has ears. There right? were the... What, the um, it starts out as a ball. The ones with, like, the grass and flower seeds that you put on, put on it and then... Make a chia Watering bit. it different numbers of times gives different results and stuff. Right. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's super quick. I played like two thirds of it in, in one poop. Pooping. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you hadn't pooped in like six months because <laughs> you're really bad at bionic commando. Uh, I have not played very much stuff either. I don't know what I've been doing. Working, yeah, I'm trying to think of what I've spent. Like I've, you know, I've been. Oh, we went Phoenix Comic Con. Oh right, oh, was yeah. in between yeah. last show and this one. Do we have anything to talk about? We played. Uh, we got introduced to a to a uh, DC Comics themed deck building game, the name of which is DC Comics Deck Building Game. Wow, yep. that's that's the final name. It is. Yep. It seems like wow. they just product for sale. Forgot to give it a name, <laughs> and the box just says DC Comics deck building game. That's there is it. a. It is fucking great. Yeah, it was a really. really good, it is really good. It game. it distills. So this is a game that you should buy if you are a board game dude. Primarily because it is a way to teach somebody how a deck building game works with it, the fewest number of rules is it a deck building game like torchlight or like magic uh torchlight do you mean the other thing what it is not an action it? rpg no, made by former blizzard north employees wow, what is that game called uh Torchstone Torch, t- thunderstone thunderstone yeah wow Torchstone. that's not very much yeah, at all as like soon as you said torchlight how did I, that happen? my brain immediately blanked uh yeah. it is like it is like that so Basically, you it's similar to Thunder. Yeah, it's very, you start out. You start out with a, a a superhero identity, which is just like a big card that represents some ability that you have for interacting with with yeah. the cards. And so a each deck player has that, a unique a unique ability. A deck okay. that consists of seven punches that are worth one power and three vulnerabilities, or uh, uh, yeah, vulnerabilities yeah. that are worth zero, zero okay. power, and. Hmm. So the, it's it's kind of like the it's kind of like the starting hand in Dominion, but instead of you starting with three victory points, those vulnerabilities are worth nothing. They are just yeah. and there is only one. There is only power, and you use it to defeat villains and to buy abilities like ability cards. Defeating villains is the same as getting ability cards, yeah. basically. Like that, there there is you can always buy kicks, which are two power. And worth a victory point. They cost three. Yeah, so they you cost can three almost points, always like, unless your first turn, first or second turn has two punches in it, you can you'll, you'll be able to buy a kick, right? Mm. So the only things, the only <clears throat> uh, the 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 only things that are available to you are you can buy a kick, or you can buy or defeat any of the cards in the lineup, which is just five face-up cards out of one big library. So it's not like a, it's not like a constant village okay. with you know 12 different cards or whatever. Okay. There isn't really any variability from game to game. Except that you don't 
you don't get always get the, the same things. Yeah, you don't. You 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 can finish a game getting through like a quarter of the deck. So sometimes a card just won't come up, and sometimes you'll have a game that there's a lot of villains, and the villains like tend to be worth power when you play them, but they also will do some PvP thing. Like, everybody else has to discard a card or something. Or you'll have, like, your hero ability is, like, if you have three villains or if you have two villains in play, you're worth plus three power or whatever. But it is just that one number, and so... Yeah, it is just really, really simplified hmm. compared to a Dominion, which I had this discussion with the guy that introduced us to this game. I understand that Dominion is a really well-balanced game and that it is probably a better game from a ludological standpoint than Thunderstone, but the theming of Dominion yeah. is so fucking boring yeah. that I cannot stand to play it. Yep. That's, that is so frustrating because I feel like it's... I find Thunderstone totally... so much more f- entertaining and fun. I And I have the exact opposite feeling. Like, I really enjoy Dominion and, like, each game of it has always been really different and interesting. And that said, you do you do masturbate to, like, 16th century political dramas. <laughs> sure. What does that have to do with anything? No, I mean, you're <laughs> just a guy who likes a duchy, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah? You're not allowed to borrow my Downton Abbey videos. <laughs> Have you watched Downton Abbey? I've seen one episode of Downton Abbey. Oh, it, I did have really that good. dream that I posted about of the 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 Downton Abbey uh, adventure game where you were wandering around talking to different people and managing social relationships with them, but that was controlled with a steel battalion controller. <laughs> <laughs> if the conversation Sorry. goes bad, you have to flip up the thing <laughs> yeah, and punch the jack. Self-destruct and it deletes <laughs> yeah. your save. <laughs> God, that's the you just uh, oh also you have a cyanide cap oh we've just invented the cyanide capsule here you have the prototype like, that's what that little button does oh man uh, you know speaking of that I uh, I watched all six episodes of BBC Sherlock over the last couple of days yeah no it's, shit yeah yeah no uh, uh, as not exactly uh, suggested to me by Kickstarter backer Elizabeth Watson mm. oh okay but uh, yeah it's super good. The, the sort of modern translation of Sherlock Holmes and and how all the characters have smartphones and are using them constantly. Oh. And they they do a neat thing where when if a character is typing on his cell phone, it puts the text like sort of hovering in the air next to him so that you can see what he's doing without without the camera having to shift to look at the screen. Right. It's really effective. And it's a the uh, their interpretation of Moriarty in that series is super interesting. Is he is he just a smartphone? <laughs> no, but instead of being instead of being an old evil genius, he's like a young evil psychotic genius. Hmm. He's very cool. I would watch a, a modern Sherlock Holmes in which Moriarty was played by Brian Moriarty, <laughs> who just made fiendish but thought provoking video games for Holmes to play. Um, you know, what I would do if it got too cold in that environment is I would slice open Kickstarter backer Rinton, <laughs> even though I thought she smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Kickstarter backer Rinton. I don't know what your gender is, and thanks for the money. I'm sorry I cut you open and slept inside you. Mm. Um, you, video games. Did you play yeah, any? what'd you play? Yeah, so uh, I, I, I discovered something... So, I think that the reason that I like this game is because I share whatever disease it is that only Cole Ross and I have, which I think comes from 
being raised by law enforcement in the Midwest, which <laughs> results in you wolves. really liking video games and having to do like 90 fucking podcasts. So on all 90 <laughs> of Cole's podcasts this past week, he's been talking about Super Stickman Golf uh-huh. for iOS as just a great golf game, which he would like to play instead of any other golf video game that has ever happened. And man, is it fucking great. It is a 2D golf game with power-ups. It looked it's didn't look 2D when I looked over your shoulder. No, it's it's entirely 2D. Okay. It it is basically like scorched earth except instead of shooting powered-up bullets at a tank, you're shooting powered-up golf balls at a hole. Did you play Wonder Putt? No. It was a flash oh, game. Yes, that came, yeah. I did. That was that one that was like super super pretty. Yeah, visually super good. This is They did an they did an iPad huh. of it. I I don't know that I, I mean, like, I guess I would buy that just to give money to the people that made that because it was really, really cool. But it yeah. was sort it's of like not a, very long. Yeah, it was like a 15 yeah. minute. It was a very. They, they added a thing where you can, uh, I don't remember if it was in the Flash version or not, but they added a mode that, that puts little collectible targets around in each hole. And so there's like an extended version where you're trying to, uh, to yeah. sync it while getting all the targets. Right. Okay. There are, there are starting, I'm starting to see stuff like that in the courses that I'm playing now where there will be just like a minus three strokes power up floating up in the sky. So I want, it seems like there are cases where you could get a negative, a negative score on a hole. Hmm. You unlock hmm. new courses by scoring under par on an existing course. Um, I guess a lot of what he's been talking about recently is actually Super Stickman Golf 2, as though everybody has just already played Super Stickman Golf, and I'm like, how the fuck did I not find out about this? I like golf video games. I've had a phone and wasted a shitload of time playing a bunch of games. There are, like, a billion holes in this. It's like, if you had that that condition where you were really grossed out by, like, a Suriname toad, you would be like, (laughs) I can't even play this because it has too many holes in it and I can, like, see the bones through them. But, like, I'm on, I'm like a third of the way through unlocking a set of courses that is one of four sets of courses that are available from the starting menu. And there are, like, you can get, there's one of the power-ups that you get is just, like, undo. And one is (laughs) sticky ball. So there are holes where you basically can't. There is a there is an easy way to do it if you can just like hit the ball straight up and stick it to the wall so that you can get it around a really convoluted path that goes the other way. Is it the first one you're talking about or the That's, second? One? I've only played the first one. Okay, and it's great. I've you know. Well then, I will buy the second one and we'll see if it's even better. Okay, <laughs> I played another super weird iOS game. I think that I found this on Super Weird Touch Arcade, but it is called Rootwork, R-O-O-T-W-O-R-K. I don't know if I think it is any good or not. It is, at its heart, it's a very simple card game, but the cards, like the atmosphere of it is really spooky and deliberately so, and there are these kind of motion comics that are that go along with it. You unlock more of them. You unlock, like, chapters of the stories of these different characters who are, like, people who are lost in the woods. You're, you're trying to avoid getting lost in the woods. And there's, like... Okay. There is a timer that is this stack of cards that is, like, the weather, which slowly just progresses towards darkness, and then the game is over. Or the round is over. You draw a hand of cards that you can play, which... There are a handful of things that just have some specific effect, like a magic card style thing, but most of the cards are just either one or two of a set of four symbols. 
you draw two threats and a location that are like the tableau that you're playing on. Some of the threats have sort of global enchantment effects where they're like, ah, this guy is in play, so you can't play any cards as wild cards or whatever. Like, you can flip a card over and it counts as half of any symbol. So, like, you can cancel out one symbol by playing two cards face down on it. But what you're trying to do is cancel out the two threats and then cancel out the, the, the symbol on the location card, which are, like, landmarks that you're trying to find on your way out of the woods and where those come from. There's a threat deck, which is just six cards. So once you've seen them all, you just randomly cycle through the same six threats so you get a sense of like what there is that you're gonna have to deal with in future rounds the locations come from these four stacks of i think it is just four stacks of two cards and they have they have different symbols on them that are not the other they're not the symbols that you're you're that are like the suits they're like but you need to find like one with a lightning bolt on it and one with an eye on it and one with a something else on it to win Mm. the round there are weather cards that like shuffle those four location decks. There are cards that let you peek into one of those location decks to see what the next card is before you pick which one. Because if you don't find the right three locations before the time runs out, then you lose. Okay. Um, there are some threats that will like damage you, and if you take enough damage, you will lose also. Huh. It, <sighs> it sounds interesting. Is it, it fun? It is, but... There are cards that you can unlock. There are new cards that you can unlock. There is a progression that, as near as I can tell from reading this review and seeing what's going on in the games, to unlock all the cards, you have to win a thousand games of it. Like, you have to win 50 games to unlock a new card. Wow. There are, like, there are like different characters that you can play that have sort of different abilities. Um, How long well, does it take to play through a game? I mean, if you're going fast, like three or four minutes, okay. I guess, but still too long. Still, yeah. It's, it's too many. Yeah. Saying do this 50 times before do anything changes they... is too many things. Do some of the characters have things that count as multiple games, maybe? They don't, I don't think. You can. You have the ability to like put some cards in your sleeve between rounds if you have like a good card and you want to store it, and there's like... Can you A character that has more of those. Stuff. You can. That's why the, it's so high. Yeah. Right. That's the that is the only reasonable answer. Is yeah. that the re- yeah. like they, you know, Nimblebit did this with their little sort of Triple snake town. game. No snake. The. Nim- oh, that Nimble snake adventure. Course, yeah, uh, interesting. I, I didn't like that game at all. Really? Yeah. I you know I found it interesting, but like they set their milestones so high that the only reasonable way to to do it was to pay them to mm. do stuff, and I was just like not interested. I didn't think that this game was. F- Free was the thing. I guess I have no way of checking to see whether it was that's free. A, yeah, that's a little now. weird. Is that I do. What they was don't, the name of it again? Rootwork, R-O-O-T-W-O-R-K. They don't let you see. Once you've purchased something, they don't let you see the current price. I, I wonder if that's to prevent buyer's remorse in case it goes on sale or something. Well, I mean, I feel like the buy button is the same as the update button is the same well, as the install button. It right? is. I mean, I guess that's but, a deliberate decision that yeah. they made. I would not. I would not be inclined to... To attribute malice where it could just be coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, it's five bucks. Yeah, so that's that's a little weird. Well, I mean, just because they sell the initial thing does not mean that they also don't want to make money as a service. Yeah, it just seems... Yeah, I don't know. It seems like putting it 
so far out of reach that no one will ever do it is mm. just kind of... Well, I would not say no one, right? Like, there are going to be people that get super excited about it, and that's all they do. It seems interesting, but I feel like if I were going to... Like, I, I might as well just play more of Elder Signs, which I know to be awesome. You could play 20 games a day and be done in two months. Yeah. I don't understand Elder Signs. I, like, I feel like I went through the tutorial and I didn't really get what was being explained to me Isn't in the tutorial. Isn't it just Yahtzee with it's, Cthulhu dice? Well, I think the thing that I don't... I understand the very basics of it, but what I don't understand is the tool set that you have at your disposal for holding dice back across sessions. I feel like I mm. always, I always either try to do something that the game is not actually letting me do, or I just fuck up by hitting the wrong thing at the wrong time or something, huh. and I don't really know. It does have a little bit of a learning curve. I haven't played it in a while. It might be there that their manual pages are better now. We played one game of they've, the, they've so I bought you the actual physical mm -hmm. version of this, and we played it once, but I don't think we were doing it right. I don't really remember if we were. Mm. They they added a bunch of updates, though. They added a... Because I, I remember when the iOS app came out... There was only one. There was only one... Antagonist. Antagonist, and it was the one that... Complete that as soon as it wakes up, the game's over. Right. Because right. most of them in the board game version, it if if it wakes up, you go to like a sort a of different, different mode, mode. Where, you you're, fight it. where you're fighting it. Yeah, and they eventually they eventually added in more of those bosses. I guess they figured out that thing, and and they have some uh, they have some unlockable new player characters that you get by beating various bosses at diff different difficulties and stuff. So it's pretty good i played a little bit of uh city of steam finally. oh yeah yeah they they finally the beta opened up for that so anybody can play it um it was remarkably fast to get into like it's just unity in browser but like full-on mmo T super tiny little footprint yeah on the the, the the client side right yeah yeah i mean it i guess it loads stuff in line but the you know the textures are small and it looks it looks it looks crude but it's not but it looked good, though. Yeah, too. it does. It, 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 and it was pretty. They uh, there were these clockwork uh, cockroaches called clockroaches. Oh, <laughs> That's nice. pretty good. Nice. Yeah. It's um, I think it suffers from modern free to play infinite currencies syndrome, which makes it a little hard to tell. You mean it has a bunch of different kinds of currencies? It's hard to tell what the lay of the land is in terms of what you can do for free and what you can't, and mm. what you know what things have value. Like it's. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, you know, Farmville and its ilk are not particularly good at telling you, like, this currency you get in exceptionally small quantities. Yeah. Like, you get one every time you level don't up. Don't waste these. Well, but they don't they, necessarily it wouldn't be in their that. best interest yeah, to right. tell you not to waste them, right? Yeah, and, yeah. That's the, and that's the weird thing. Like, I don't have... So, it costs energy to go into these instanced dungeon areas which seems to be the sort of like primary play limiting and energy is probably going to be one of those time regenerating things right well i don't know because i have no idea how to tell how much energy i have left like i oh. can see that i'm spending some unless it is this one thing that i don't think it is where i have a thousand of it and all of the quests cost one <laughs> except for 
eventually there was a quest that cost 27 instead of one huh. to go into. So maybe that's right. I mean, maybe once you get out into the broader world, like past the mm, starter past the areas, area, yeah. yeah, maybe you have to start spending 100 energy to go into a quest. It has this interesting thing where you can either go into an area to do the quest that's in there, or you can go in in this like challenge mode, which it looks on the interface like there's room for there to be additional challenge modes for a place, but it's like, see how fast you can kill 10 rats in here. Huh. There's actually 10 little ratlings. Clock rats. Just killing 10 ratlings. I did not realize that <laughs> that challenge was to kill 10 rats. But, uh, and then you earn these, some other kind of fucking currency, some kind of transmutrification coins that you can use in a transmutrification <laughs> machine when you find one later. I'm like, okay. <laughs> It, uh, you pick a race in the beginning, doesn't tell you anything, zero information about the decisions that you're making. Huh. That was something that either you mentioned or somebody else mentioned in our forums, and they said that that was something they were working on, or... Okay, oh, so, yeah. so this is like a beta? Yeah. It's it still is. in the... Okay. Yeah, it's still in progress. It's it's pretty impressive, technically. It I is. Like. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's cool. It, the fact that The fact that you can, in so little time... Be just it, running around in a world in a browser. The people that the people that are releasing games that just require you to download like an eight gig client before they play, like that is eventually gonna get to the point where just no one will do it. Like wow, you can get into fairly fast. Not as fast as this, but Is is this really important? Like you know, we we have gone through stages where we've thought, you know, it's really important for there to be a very you know, quick to get in and play thing, but it sounds like maybe that's not as big a deal as it once it was. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I couldn't remember if I had signed up for an account or not, so I had to dick around for five or six minutes trying to reset passwords and hmm. check old email addresses and do whatever. I just made a new account. I don't fucking know. I remember tried to sign up when when that guy came into our forums and was like talking about the game. I was like, "Hey, can 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 I play this game?" And just, no. <laughs> oh well you can't talk about it here anymore then <laughs> that's what i should have said i need to learn to be more assertive like frank and beans kickstarter backer frank and beans asserted his dominance over the world by backing our word realms kickstarter he did a much better job than derpo fundus i'm sorry depro fundus de profundus i guess that would be de profundus but the space is in the wrong place and i don't know if frank and beans actually did a better job than than you we didn't have the amounts on here Figured that would. These are all the sexy supporters. Oh right? well, then you all did a great job, especially <clears throat> you, Devonin. I mean, there, there's there's everybody in this group, and the 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 tiers above is in the hat together. And you, Richard from Canada, <laughs> you were there most of all. <clears throat> <laughs> What's in the news, Kevin? Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't know if you guys paid any attention, but uh, Curiosity is yeah. done and yeah. over. I don't know if you guys paid any attention to when I predicted what was inside, which was a job at 22 Cans. It's not really a job at 22 Kinda Cans. Kind of similar. Kind of similar. I'm still going to say I called it. And you know who would agree with me? Kickstarter backer TR. Oh, yeah. He would say, <laughs> you called it, Zach. I think Kickstarter backer Grin is uh, sitting over there agreeing with you. <clears throat> um, He's so happy all the time. Not like those sourpusses, Dan and Cammy Salopec. <laughs> a 
could, that's so close to Sarlacc Pit. I don't. <laughs> no wonder they're frowning. Uh, yeah. So basically, for those of you who have not been paying any attention for recent months, uh, Curiosity was this the inaugural project of uh, Peter Molyneux's new studio, Twenty Two Cans, which is supposed to be twenty two different game exper- experiments before he like retires or something. I don't know. Um, or eleven ladies. The idea was that. It was a cube that was composed of billions of tiny other little cubelets, and people would click on them to make them disappear and collect currency, which would allow them to to buy bigger picks to then collect more cubelets. Did they ever actually start taking money? Yeah, you could buy things in there, um, badgers, for example. And you could pay to remove or add cubes to the current layer. Right. Stuff like that. Um, so at some point, like a couple weeks ago, they announced, all right, we've decided that there are six layers left 50. on the cube. 50 layers left on yeah. the cube. Which, here's a here's a secret about yeah. running world events yeah. for a large number of people. You make it so you can exert that kind of control over it. You just don't tell it, people. You don't fucking yeah. tell people yeah. that you're doing it. They handled this... In like, yeah, there, there, there are a number of ways that they just sort of flubbed this. They so it, the the big surprise inside inside the cube and in the inside the the person who clicks the last cube cubelet I guess uh, was going to get access to this like life changing su- yeah surprise, yeah. and uh, they would then be able to decide whether or not they wanted to share it with the world or what they were, what they were going to do with it. Um, and so this kid who apparently had only downloaded the app an hour beforehand <laughs> yeah. uh, clicked the last cube and got the video. And the video was made sometime in the past couple of days and was just Peter Molyneux saying that... Um, in like one take. A lot of, lot of stumbling over words and stuff. Yeah. And he burst into tears and just said, I just... I just want, I just want video games. Yeah, if, so much. If the video had been made by Kickstarter backer Vidboy, it would have been much better. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but uh, it was obvious that, the, that that they had made the video recently and not something that they had done, you know, before well, the beginning the, of the project. He was interviewed on Rock Paper Shotgun yeah. recently, and he said that it was his. I didn't. I didn't buy his like his explanations for anything. Basically. Really, that he yeah. he didn't make the video until recently because he didn't want anyone other than himself to know what the prize yeah. was going to be. You know how hard it would have been for him to set up his own camera. Like he could have. He could have done this. Yeah, I don't know. Like. It it seemed it seemed like this was very like I, personally I think it was great. Mm-hmm. I think that this I think that it is up just about the best thing that could have been inside there. Like I don't I, like there was so much vitriol being flung around. We in, haven't actually said yet what was in it. Yeah. So the the person who won the prize or whatever uh, gets to be the god of gods in their new game, goddess. And uh, gets, I'm sure, a, some limited influence over the rule sets of yeah. the yeah. of the the world in this for a limited this amount of time game that they're making, and then a small and portion then, of the profits. and it gets a small portion of the profits. I think that's fucking great. I saw it and I was like, that is a cool thing to be in that box. There were a lot of people who were like, sure. oh, guess it cool. It's a commercial for their new fucking game. Kind of. Why don't you go suck a butt, Peter Molyneux? <laughs> it. Yeah, it's just. I mean, 
Uh, I it's cool. I felt it was a little underwhelming. I don't what, think life changing is could it have been? I've, well, but that's I've the thing. No is, so if the, if so if this game if this game sells a bunch of copies and this kid gets even if this kid got the equivalent of like a part time minimum wage job without having to do anything except occasionally say I think the cloud should be purple today. That is a fucking life changing thing. Mm. Sure, for certain definitions of life changing. <laughs> I, I think I think Peter Molyneux is... will personally cut your toenails once, and it will change your life because <laughs> your life will be a life in which you had to cut your own toenails one fewer time. Right, no, that, that's <laughs> but, the thing. Right? Like they 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 set themselves up for a bunch of people being disappointed because they hyped it just way over the top. Like that's that's the problem. The problem is not the prize, which is which is kind yeah. of interesting. Sure, right. It's just selling it as like but they didn't say anything that isn't true and it i feel like you're being very generous to to them right because like what's not i mean why why shouldn't i be i don't know it's because it's peter molyneux and his continual like overhyping of something that he's doing that then ends up being a disappointment to sure everyone. so i mean my my responsibility is to if i don't want to feel ripped off by this thing that keeps happening over and over again not to make it a day one perch you know i'm not gonna buy i'm not gonna buy godus the day that it comes out sure. but if it comes out and somebody's like hey this is actually pretty good and now it's four dollars on gog then I'll get it. But I'm not going to be like, fuck you, Peter Molyneux. You're not allowed to do anything anymore because you've disappointed us one time too many. Because, like, it's cost, he's cost me nothing in the grand <sighs> scheme of things. Like, I, why... The, like, the best thing that somebody can be guilty of is being too optimistic. You know? Like, it, it's... Uh, that, that's kind of a funny... He's not statement <laughs> trying to fuck shit up you know like i don't think he wants his stuff to be disappointing and it's like yes he like yes he keeps over promising and under delivering right which is why it is everyone's job who fucking knows that to take it with a grain of salt well, is it's it not everyone, his jo- is it's it not his job to just job to, to, to or, like, is, or should should he just not be allowed to make promises anymore because like so what the fuck are you gonna, are you gonna put him in an iron maiden are you gonna are you gonna <laughs> strap think... some like lobot headband on him <laughs> so all he's allowed to say is this game is gonna fucking suck i'm sorry i, I have no idea we... i have no idea what i'm doing and we came up i am with... i am old and irrelevant and you, like seriously somebody should just fucking put a bullet in my head that was instead the, that of was the life-changing make... prize that we said could be inside you the got cube. to put a bullet in peter molly's yes. head like ending <laughs> the overpromising what's <laughs> yeah like i like yes he overpromises on stuff but who fucking can't like what there are people out there murdering and raping people there, this is this is just one of those EA is the worst company in the world thing. Like, oh, Peter Molyneux is a fucking war criminal. Like, no, <laughs> no one is saying that. Well, he, no one not, is saying not that. as far as we know. <laughs> but what you are saying is that he should not be allowed to speak anymore. No, he should. Be, you are well, saying I'm saying he should not be allowed to be full of shit anymore because people are tired of it. If if Pirate. you make it a crime to be full of shit, this yep. is the last legal episode of this podcast. <laughs> That's fine. 
you know what really sucks is the next episode of this podcast is set to be the best thing <laughs> that has ever been recorded. That's true. That's true. Uh, in other news, I'm going to let you talk about this while I go get another beer because I'm so I'm so disappointed in you guys. I'm so <sighs> disappointed in you guys. I he he is a beautiful <laughs> fucking butterfly made of snowflakes, <laughs> and no wonder I no wonder. I have been just the more that I have seen out the of world him doesn't deserve him in recent months. The less, the less and less impressed I am with him. Like the way that he's been handling all of his community outreach and the, like all the all the goddess goddess whatever that na- mm-hmm. game like all the videos that I saw for that I was like, what, like what are you trying to do here? Like like this is making me so uninterested in your project. That's watching people, you talk about it. That's what people said when they first saw screenshots of Populous. But that fucking launched a whole genre, man. I will say that if it Populous wasn't for likes. Peter Molyneux, we wouldn't have Peter Molyneux. And that would be a sad, sad thing. Molyneux it also is like... off his game. I don't... <laughs> yeah, it, like, I was under the impression that maybe as a joke they swapped Twitter accounts. <laughs> because Molyneux was just earnestly talking about curiosity the whole time all that stuff was going on i don't think that was i earnest. don't yeah. I, I thought i thought that was very ironic it was it, but it wasn't funny right so it, it like it was meant to be his tweets during the uh, xbox one stream were pretty funny okay i mean i don't this is the problem with twitter right shit just disappears so you if there is a thread you cannot help but lose it yeah but well, unless you're reading tweets from the future. Every time, every time Maladu posted, I was like, "Who the <laughs> fuck is retweeting Peter Maladu? <laughs> Which one of y'all dead motherfuckers retweeted this?" <laughs> that's that's what I that's what I always think of when I see a promoted tweet. I oh, get yeah. angry. Oh, yeah, I get yeah. angry thinking, "Who am I about to unfollow because of this shit?" Twitter and then it's a promoted tweet. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> that said, you know, I've, I have never given them a cent. And, uh, and in fact, we've gotten some free T-shirts. <laughs> yes, yes. In fact, we have. All right, I'm gonna get a beer while you tell the rest of the news. Okay, because I don't care about any of the rest of the shit that's on this list. <laughs> what do we got here? Uh, Blizzard uh, has has announced, sort of, uh, that they are basically restarting Titan. Yeah. Um, they're unannounced. <laughs> that game we haven't told you anything about or when it's coming out. It's not coming out then, and it's going to be something else that we're not going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, you know, a bunch of stuff had leaked that it was an MMO, that it was um, theoretically going to come out in 2014, that kind of stuff. And apparently they have transitioned 70% of the, like, 100 people that were working on the project to, to other things. Mm-hmm. They've sort of pared that back down to a group of 30 to sort of reevaluate and, and retool and, and sort of rethink, restart the whole project. So it'll still be an MMO, I think, but... Yeah. What that means. Presumably the people moved off of it will be moved back on when they've decided what it's going to be. Sure, yeah. It's possible that they also felt like their other franchises were suffering a little bit by having their primary brain trust on this project that maybe wasn't going where they wanted it to as quickly or whatever. Do we know about anything else that Blizz is working on besides, you know... Must be another WoW expansion. And well, there's you probably saw Hearthstone, a... right? Like, oh, right, right. Okay, they have a card. I'd game forgotten thing. about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're. I don't know that there are other projects beyond 
Titan that haven't been announced at least a little bit. Hmm. So there might be there. There's a bunch of teams there, and I don't know what what they all do. They're pretty tight-lipped, mysterious. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's not really a news item per se, uh, except for the fact that if you had hopes based on leaked stuff that was going to come out in 2014, um, you have to wait at least a couple more years. Uh, let's hear what else. Um, Anita Sarkeesian released part two of her Damsels in Distress Tropes yep. versus Women in Video Games. Which, by all accounts, has made right-thinking people go, yeah, well done, and assholes go, blarg! Yeah, and there's certainly no middle ground. Nope, <laughs> none at all. I mean, so she definitely found a bunch of examples of the exact same plot line over and over and over again and kind of belabored mm-hmm. it with... You know, the, the repeating the phrase, and then sure. and then the main characters they killed the main character's wife and kidnapped his daughter. Mm-hmm. Also, and then they killed the main character's wife <clears throat> and kidnapped his daughter. Super spoilers for Dishonored that was spoiling a twist that I managed to beat that game with a fairly comprehensive exploration without ever learning. Huh. <laughs> well, um, but I mean, it was uh, the, the way that she implied said it was just implied and was never stated. So maybe maybe yeah, it wasn't that big of a connection that is that is an interesting example of so like the idea that the damsel in distress trope was used in dishonored because there was a woman that is killed violently in front of you that you then have to go rescue her daughter daughter. and i'm i'm sort of trying like because that woman I, was the most powerful woman in the right, th- and empire. and so 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 part of it is it, well, if if that had been, if that had been a woman and her son, like w- would the, would the trope have not been so misused in this case, or not used at all, if it had been a man and his daughter that was the the you know king instead of queen basically, or a woman and her son instead? I mean, I don't. I feel like child in distress is not a harmful or manipulative trope necessarily except for the fact that it's almost always still a female child right like there is still a gender bias there yeah i guess i mean you know what what she points out is is a tool for sort of emotional manipulation like easy emotional manipulation of a male player yeah my Mm. my i'm not really arguing with her in this point but like these are tropes the the whole notion of a trope is a a device that is established with an audience to make a shorthand so that you right. don't have to cliche so that you don't have to explain it, well, deeply cliche i feel like has too much too much baggage with it a tro- well, like, okay. i feel like trope sure. just is like we well, get somebody to care about a character without spending a whole lot of it, calories introducing them but yeah how about we let up. you finish your sentence back backing <laughs> up tro- a trope could be something like shut up Rip. i raise my right hand and the lights dim right and so like we understand in the theater, like maybe that that there's some sort of connection between those things. Like, right? Like, it doesn't have anything to do with character building necessarily. It's just a a device that that you teach the audience to understand, so that you don't have to explain it in the future, right? Like, and it could be anything. It could be any mm-hmm. number of things. Like, like you could you could probably make a pretty solid argument that pushing a button on a controller and having a character jump is a trope. Right, and that has nothing to do with character development or gender bias or anything like that. And it's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. it is a it is a thing that we have come to understand and expect. Which we'll I think we'll talk about this a little bit in the assignment, like not having that verb, 
was jarring, right? So throughout, you know, throughout our cultural history, we've built up this sort of weight of stories and it is using that sort of shorthand of of narrative is you know you could call it lazy or you could call it just like the most easily easily accessible way to tell a story so having a male protagonist whose whose wife is murdered and his daughter kidnapped is like tapping into this wealth mm-hmm. of thousands of years of stories that have similar tropes, right? And like, it's, yes, we could, we, you know, like I, I think saying, you know, the challenges make more in original interesting stories. Like, you know, we can do that, right? Like, and sure, I totally agree, but it is more work. It is going to be more right. effort, more time, like more careful attention to the craft. And fundamentally, these these companies are trying to make games within a very, you know, particular short time period under a particular budget so like if they can cut a corner by having a sort of a, an easily accessible narrative there they might take that shortcut and i'm and i'm you know there's also the arguments to be made that that maybe this influences our our attitudes towards women and that that is really unfortunate right mm-hmm. like that's a that's a good solid argument against Sure. The, I mean, it, it exploits this. it exploits cultural norms that are arguably harmful, right? Sure. I, and I think that's the it 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 simultaneously reflects and perpetuates cultural norms. Right. There is there is harmful, this weird vicious right? feedback loop yeah. that we get into where the, the meta filter thread also made the point that these video game stories in in a lot of circumstances have to provide a reasonable excuse for a character to become extremely violent without him becoming a bad guy. Right. And there's not a there are not a lot of ways that you can do that and one of the very few justifiable tropes that permits that is death of a very very close relative. Right. And because most of the player characters in these games are men, the most acceptable close relatives to that character are generally female. And 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 you can there's no reason why you couldn't have female player characters, but it's just I think a lot of that has to do with the demographics and what the developers think the people who are buying the games are you may like you know yeah. most people who are buying the games are probably male and they, you there's, know, they, there's some chicken and egg going on right yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. but yeah. the thing is I don't know that more I don't know I, I don't know that you can non disingenuously say that well if you made Gears of War except the main character was female that more women would buy a game that right. was mostly about cutting monsters in half with a chainsaw right like I and Again, I have no, I have no rationale for believing that that is defensible on the internet, <laughs> but like, there. It's nice having a choice of your protagonist. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. sure, sure. And I mean, the, the the lesson I think that needs to be learned here is is that we shouldn't we shouldn't look to in the same way that we don't look to Michael Bay for enlightened culturally <laughs> progressive stories on film right we shouldn't look to ea for enlightened culturally progressive stories, stories in video games, games. Yeah. and what what was interesting to me was that she did not mention the walking dead it seems like 
in a thing where you're talking about a bunch of video games, with, some of which there are a lot of people stuff. talking about them, that you, you wouldn't take the strongest narrative-driven game in recent memory, which entirely engages with the player emotionally as a main character male who is responsible for... I mean, it's possible she just hasn't gotten to it yet because this isn't the last video in the series. Sure. But I mean, I wonder wonder if... uh, Yeah. I I kept trying to think of, and I know this isn't... This is probably just the wrong way of thinking about the, 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 the points that the video is trying to make, but what were the alternatives in Dishonored to the exploitation of this trope, right? Because if, if, the, if it had been the king and his son that were killed and that, that you rescued, there would have been no women in the game that weren't maids. Um, so, I mean, maybe it would have just at that point been guilty of a different kind of misogyny, right? Like having no strong female characters in the world. Right. Like there are multifaceted issues with all of these, these things. You know, I think about literature and I think about the, the rich tradition of, you know, male dominant literature that's out there. And I think, well, it's as much as there's that going on, there's also a bunch of, counterexamples, right? And I think one of the telling things about video games is that it's much harder to find counterexamples, right? Well, it's also a very, very young medium. Right. Sure. You know, it's not, you know, I'm curious, I'm curious now that this is becoming such a spoken about issue, sort of like something that people are really thinking about, you know, five years from now, I wonder what the landscape will look like Mm. in at least the indie game scene, right? But part of it is that I think there's a strong reaction to to trying to make games that aren't all about violence. And that opens up, I think, a lot of additional doors, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's so many games where you are a person involve you killing other people or, well, you know, monsters or I whatever. feel that that is just because violence is extremely easy to implement in a game, whereas an, a game... Yeah, I mean, it's the shooting dudes versus giving dudes hand jobs simulator, right? Like, to, <laughs> I mean, to, to, to make a shooting dudes game, all dudes have to do is bleed and stop moving. Well, yeah, I mean, all to, you For have all to, of your enemies to be able to get a variety of different kinds of hand jobs, they well, need I a mean, whole bunch of different behaviors modeled. Right. For a violent game, all you need is to check whenever two bounding boxes intersect. But to have a non-violent game... You need to implement puzzles or hand job trees or <laughs> or, or, or much uh, more much more man, complicated and difficult an to that implement. I would never leave. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it takes a lot more time and talent to produce, say, puzzles that are effective than it is to implement a a gun that's effective. Yeah, I mean Tetris. Right, like yeah, Pac Man. There, there are tons <laughs> of games that aren't. In, I guess you eat the ghosts, so maybe that's kind of violent. Yeah, I mean that's about at its core. It's a game about consumption and predation. Yeah. Right. So, it's yeah. I, don't, I thought it was interesting that she provide that she she offered up passage as a counterexample because I felt like. I don't know exactly what passage was telling me about marriage, but 
I, it slowed you down. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like Passage is a game in which you, you know, it doesn't. The whole point is that fucking none of this matters. But you're not gonna get quite as far if you get married, cause it really is like a minus minus agility, uh, in the in the context of the rules that we've set up. And was the maybe what the point was going slow is better. Could be, yeah. But I mean, there's just all the there's like the things there's the power ups that you can't get in it. They're not even power ups. Right? They don't even do anything. Yeah. Right. They're just like, like the points, things. There are the places that you can't go anymore. Once you get married, which that. That does not seem like uh She also talks about Dear not, Esther. Not that, I, not that I think that, like... Which... That, I don't think that Jason Rohrer is a dick. And I don't think that Jason Rohrer is, is uh, issuing harmful messages. I'm just well, saying I, that's not necessarily... Jason Rohrer is not a guy that I would hold up as a paragon. Right? So... Cool castle Doctrine, right? Like, yeah. That is arguably done ironically or, or, or sarcastically or to, really? to draw attention. No, I don't think so. But... You could argue that. Okay. <laughs> so I guess here's the thing that actually bothered me a little bit about this video. Like, I felt defensive about the second issue of this video in a way that I didn't about the first one because it felt to me like, and this was the, this was the same thing that really upset me about the Idle Thumbs guys talking about Far Cry 3. They, she got into this mode at times where it was just like a, can you believe this crap? Can you believe this shit that these guys were doing in this? And it was a little... The only just, time that I remember her saying well, was that about was... The so, th well, two things. There, there were several times throughout the course of the video where I was like, you know, that point would have been more, more strongly made on me if you hadn't been being kind of mean to, to hmm. the people who worked really hard on this thing. And that... You don't like people being mean to other people. No, I don't. I mean, I don't like people being mean to people who are who are trying to do stuff. The fact that this video made this is this is super weird to me. The fact that this video held up Jason Rohrer, it did not hold up Jason Rohrer as a champion of gender politics, but it held up a game by Jason Rohrer as a game where check it out. This is something that we can do that doesn't do this, and then very explicitly made Anthony Birch feel guilty. Right, made Anthony Birch like. I don't know a lot about where I think the world needs to go, but I'm pretty fucking sure that Anthony Birch is not part of the problem. And it... it it's I, interesting that you take it to the level of the individual instead of them just being a critique of the work, right? Because it's... Well, but that's the tonal difference. That... It, that she didn't me. even mention Anthony Birch, though, right? Like, she just talked about well, Borderlands no, 2. No, but he took it that way. Right, I mean, I specifically saw his. Well, he 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 thought it was he thought she was talking about something else. Yeah, I, I guess he, he apologized he, for he reacted to it and apologized for something before he actually saw the video. But yeah, I yeah yeah, it was a minefield, and I think it is important that we talk about it. Hmm. You know, and well, I think it, do you think it's important that we talk about? I, I, I think know. it is important. <laughs> I think it is important that, it that talked about. Everybody talk about it. Right. I, I think it's also important to note that she wasn't saying that these are bad games and that these tropes should never be used yeah, she was it, just saying that you know if you're going to use it, this you need to do it properly that's what you i was saying to too is that like the while it while i have less problem with it in literature because it's so easy to find counter examples you know strong female characters that mm -hmm. do things it is much harder in video games to come up with counter examples to these 
tropes and that's that that in that might be the problem right like mm-hmm. this wouldn't even be an issue if this was something that happened half the time and the other half of the time it was strong female characters who had to you know, rescue well, their sons. A- apparently right? that's that's what the next video is, 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 like is trying the to gender reversals of these tropes sure. examples. And so. let's see what that, you know, what yeah. that has to say. I, I do want to weigh in and say that I don't think that there is a single person that had anything to do with the new Bionic Commando game that didn't understand how stupid it was <laughs> that his dead wife had been made into his arm. Okay. Like... What? Your, your <laughs> you grappling to, you, hook yeah. arm in the I new Bionic Commando, that. the twist midway through is that your bionic arm is actually an AI construct that houses the consciousness of your dead wife. Yeah. And I don't I'll think be that, by your side always. I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, that's think creepy that, as hell. I don't yeah. think that there is anyone who didn't understand that that was real fucking stupid. And I might, <laughs> maybe I'm accidentally being mean to some people who were like, oh my God, you guys, I, <clears throat> you would not believe. A, how high I am, and B, how great of an idea I just had. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not going to assume any any. Uh... It's just it's it would be it would be like making fun of a retarded guy for mispronouncing something in a language he didn't speak. Is what I'm saying. Like I don't think that you just shouldn't be mean to people. Sure, I'm probably really mean to people all the time and a total hypocrite. I mean, that's the thing. I, things that you say are interpreted as being mean, and you never intended them that way. And I don't know that she, I, you know, I don't feel like she was being mean. Oh, I don't anything. think so either. I mean, this is just you. Just you just are sad. That I was Anthony made. Birch was, I was made slightly uncomfortable in a way that I wasn't by the first one. And I mean, you know, that's the point, right? It's supposed to. It's supposed to get you thinking. Yeah. Rally up. Yep. I started. I started trying to think if we had many. Damsels in distress. Yeah, I mean, Wardrooms has one, but it is exactly paralleled to a guy that has been sort of more brutally disempowered. So I don't know that that's. Yeah. Yeah. I've... A lot of the, a lot of the sort of powerful bad guys in KOL are girls. Yeah. But that's probably a different kind of. I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Are we they have... are they good at stuff or do they have magic? Both. Yeah. <clears throat> what else is what else is in there? Uh, a new side quest was discovered recently in Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> Thirteen years after its release, somebody found a side quest that had been there the whole time, that, but that had just apparently nobody up to this point had talked about it if they had yeah. found it. That is a great story. Yeah, Do you know yeah. anything about? <clears throat> yeah, I, it's I pretty obscure. It. it is pretty obscure. There's a a, a town or a. a fort or something that you can go back to after a certain point and the guys there will comment on how they haven't seen so and so member of their family in a while and then you can leave and after another plot event has has gone on you go so back like, so like after definite game time has happened you you can go back and that guy will be there and says you know i haven't seen my brother Ed in a while, and and you keep go and back. do something else plot related so that time advances more, and go back. And after you've done it like six or eight times, and all the family has appeared, they give you a treasure, a treasure of some sort. Yeah, yeah. so it's hmm. not a very interesting quest, and and you can sort of see how, I mean, it being so spread out, and I think you have to go back so many times that that 
and are there only so many events yeah there's only so many clock, events exactly so, to, okay. so yeah so so it's easy to to not get because i think it becomes the point at which it comes available to to begin it you then have to go back after every single plot hmm. time event in order to get them all by the end of the game i might be wrong about that but i think it's close if not so so it's understandable that it's gone missed by a lot of people for so long. I wonder how hard people search for Easter eggs these days, hmm. too. Because I feel like that's something that I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean, I mean certain now that you're not like, playing... Yeah, you can just look on the wiki yeah, that somebody else will find the wiki it and maybe and, nobody looks. And the fact that you know we have plenty of games to play, so we're not playing the, oh, the like one game we have for months yeah, like we did when we were kids. Although this is a 13-year-old game. That's the other thing that's a little surprising about it. Yeah, this yeah. is the first thing I ever remember hearing about Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> is I that one of the ones where you're like a of bunch it. of girls in a rock band? No, that was Final Fantasy X-2. Oh. That one was pretty good, actually. Uh, Final Fantasy IX, you were a dude with a tail. Okay. And like a story? <laughs> I'm sure he Was it a story of tell. Symphonia? <laughs> <laughs> Did it take place as... Chopin was being hung near the Owl Creek Bridge. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that just spoiled everything all at once. I'm sorry, Kickstarter backer Simon Zortek Goldine, and I'm sorry, Kickstarter backer Val Volga, who has a really good name. Yeah, Val Volga. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like evocative of vulva and Russia, yeah. <laughs> um, and motor oil. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. And um, Euros. There is a chain of restaurants yeah, in to explain that Midwest one. <laughs> called Olga's. Okay. Uh, which okay. is they sell a sandwich that they call the Olga, which is a way of getting rednecks to eat a gyro huh. without presenting them with something that oh. they can't pronounce that they will therefore conclude is for fags and okay. refuse to eat. You have a you have such a a storied past. Mm -mm. Your upbringing. It's not like it's not like us uh, cultured, you know, coastal folk. You know who understands my pain? See, you thought I was going to list another Kickstarter backer, yeah. But really, I'm going to say Cole Ross. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Cole Ross of Watch Out for Fireballs and every literally every other podcast <laughs> that I don't do. Yeah, uh, you know who else understands my uh, pain is uh, Kickstarter backer Karu, who also oh, is man. a delight and often gives us soap. That yeah. I never use because I'm a filthy fucking hippie, but my girlfriend uses it, and I've she been says, using it. and she says that it very much gets her Valvolga clean. <laughs> and yeah, so I had I wrote this other news item which I thought was pretty cool, which I don't know if it's real or not. It's uh, this <clears throat> physicist and mathematician Eric Weinstein, which. Such a great name. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be so much better if his name was Walbert. Warwick Wer <laughs> Weinstein. Walbert. Uh, <clears throat> he's posited a theory that uh, if it is true, goes a long way towards like unifying a bunch of bits of physics that had up to this point been in irreconcilable. Irreconcilable. I can't even say the word. Almost sure that That's what not you just word. said is not a word. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and also explain like where what dark matter would be and dark huh. energy and stuff. So like it's it could have a huge impact. We could be we could be present for the the next like there was Newtonian physics and then there's Einsteinian physics. Yeah. This could be the next Weinsteinian physics. Weinsteinian physics. Yep. 
we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, this it also I only could have the not bear out. of what dark matter even is. It's well, uh, it's a, it falls into the cracks in your couch. <laughs> No, it's it's like it, there's there are trees that catch it and then make dinosaurs evolve into motorcycles. <laughs> um, there's there's a there's a tremendous amount of the universe the universe's mass that we cannot apparently see. No, come right. on, his dark okay. materials. You, yeah, what? No, I know. Oh. You, you, you see, come on. Okay. Uh, see, I, I read that, but I didn't get where you were going. Dark energy is the the energy that we cannot seem to uh, to see that is causing the universe to expand at an accelerating rate which we just don't understand why it is okay that was like there's a bunch of stuff in physics that's like just doesn't quite fit and theoretically this causes a lot of things to fall into like a nice symmetric place that um zach is going nuts with these kickstarter backer things we're finishing today no yes we are this is this is too many there might need to be an appendix but we're finishing this today. Seriously, I don't. I don't want to go through another iteration of being out of town because yeah. we don't do it when we're remote, and this is going to be the last time in a but really could, long time we that we're in it. the same place to I'm, do one of these shows. I'm not very good at these. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, yeah. So that was my last little bit of news. You know, I can fucking carry you guys if you are really just gonna, <laughs> like. Are you? You're literally like, oh, I, reading things off of a piece of paper is beyond me. Well, trying to be funny about it. Oh well. <sighs> So, this assignment. Bionic yeah. Commando. I'm sad that you guys didn't like this game because this is one of my this is one of my favorite childhood, childhood games. games. Yeah. I mean, I I got farther than I expected to. The the first level I found really awful until I got used to the mechanics of how the arm works and and how you know when you're going to swing and when you're not going to and and uh and things like that and once I'd freeze stated my way past the point of the this early point of the game where you have no hit points and guys are constantly parachuting out of the sky onto you, they're not parachuting onto you. Well, near you, the guys never stop coming, which made it a very sticky. Which oh, guys? You am guys. I right? <laughs> God, which which made it terrible to try to get anywhere because sticky. Because you'd you'd have to stop and kill these guys and then figure out, all right, I'm going to swing over there and then you had to stop and kill them again. But once I got past that and got a few levels in, I started to get, (laughs) I started to get into the swing of it. (laughs) You really got the hang of it. You stopped grappling with the tough problems. (laughs) (laughs) But then I got to another, I got in uh, area two where it's, where all the enemies are fucking helicopter guys flying around above you, attacking from above you, and you can't shoot up. You didn't have the three-way gun by that point? I did, but it doesn't have any range. You could knock him out of the way with the hook. Yeah. Mm. It was it was awful. I hated it. Even with save states? I feel like I was definitely found some annoying bits. I mean, I, wouldn't have, got, I wouldn't have gotten there without save states, but just playing the same three seconds of the game over and over and over is just not fun. This is probably the most difficult game that I beat unaided as a kid because there was no aid to be had. But it took... I mean, I probably had to play it a hundred times. Like, I had to start a hundred games of it to get... But, but like, there's just muscle memory, right? Like, I, it, it, to me, it is akin to when I first got a Tony Hawk 
game Mm -hmm. where for a couple of hours it was like what the fuck (laughs) how do you do anything in this game but then you eventually develop this mastery where it's like I was watching watching that speed run it is beautiful it is beautiful watching this guy just fly around just traversing (laughs) once that's the thing I need to watch the speed run once once you get good at traversing the world using the hook it feels so good and it looks so cool and it is so much more than you could accomplish if all you had was like a regular Mario jump or whatever that that's that is the game you know the level design the level design is made with the inability to jump and your your primary means of traversal being just fucking swinging around like a goddamn lunatic Tarzan monkey except Tarzan with his own vines it's like swamp thing <laughs> yeah i mean i i definitely recoiled when i figured out that i could not jump that was definitely jarring i was i was ready satisfying it was it was really just the a vertical game with no vertical shooting that destroyed it for me the i i felt like the i felt like the little jump blocks were a very interesting mechanic once i accepted the no jumping thing um i liked i liked well because i mean you use them to get over those like yeah barrels or whatever that would rolling down to you from donkey kong um i did not feel like the control over the grappling hook was very fluid i because i if you're in order to shoot diagonally up you have to be standing still to shoot up like i remember being extremely frustrated on the levels that were with the electric floors and ceilings with the you know all the yeah. and i would it's shoot it's very difficult up. to get up out of the way of something in time to avoid taking damage from well it. Yeah. not just the the timing of it like i wanted to shoot up and ha- like and pull up off the ground right so you have but to without up an a and then a without hitting up yeah yeah and yeah. very but rapid very just, rapid succession but it's just it's just muscle memory right well, i mean fine, it's fine but it was it was nigh impossible it was so frustrating well, it's, it's very difficult i mean that's the thing it's a very difficult game but your reward is the ability to just pull off this crazy fluid shit you know where you are just it's i mean that's like it wants to be spider-man's web, you know web slinging around the city but the like controls are so speaking 20 years older sure like i mean what do you want i i don't know i want to be able to jump <laughs> oh man i like the oh i'm old now i hope somebody cares about this story oh it's 2010 did you Fuck. did you hear about that kickstarter the guy who oh yeah he the, made yeah Spider-Man the guy who made the the swinging physics who came up with how how web crawling works in spider-man 2 which was apparently the best part of that game is doing a kickstarter for a game that is just that that's another one of those Kickstarters with a one dollar goal that kind of pisses me off. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Um, well, I mean, it's just we're making this game, so we're just trying to see how much money we can make from Kickstarter. Is kind of what that implies. Mm. But whatever. Um, I mean, it didn't piss you off when we did it. We didn't have a one dollar goal. Well, no. We set a realistic goal. We we're like, if it doesn't get to this level, then it's not worth it's not worth getting your money anyway. But it wasn't. I don't really know by what rationale you could conclude that it was realistic right it was not a measurable proportion of i mean i guess it was measurable it was not a significant proportion of what we spent making the game well that we could probably make it again for that much money because all we'd have to do is just point to the one that we already made (laughs) 
Just cash that check. <clears throat> anyway. Um, I'm just saying. I found I'm the, saying don't be mean to people. Don't look at that guy and say, hey, you did, what you're doing is bullshit. I am annoyed stupid. by the also, you're fat fact that bald, it is. I'm dumb. annoyed by the fact that it is becoming more and more common to have a $1 Kickstarter goal and that somehow and that, and that Kickstarter is letting that happen. Yeah, that's that's <clears> the part of it because, that surprises me. Because I mean, it's basically like idea, an Indiegogo. <laughs> well, the, I, I thought the idea of Kickstarter was that these were projects that needed to have actual goals that needed to be fulfilled, and I'm just really surprised that they're they're okay with one dollar, like funding goals, right? Whatever. Anyway, I mean, that's okay for them to change their minds about sure the acceptable use of their wholly owned platform. Right? I found the HP system very confusing. You had to explain to me that that you were leveling up. Yeah, because there's no display of it unless you go to the sub screen, which you I thought it was the map. Thought that yeah, I don't. No. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Uh, there was that range extender, which is just a bullshit trap because it it's a rapid, rapid fire, fire attachment, which only works on the starting gun. And even then, you're you you can shoot faster, but you still can only have three bullets on the screen at once. <laughs> oh. So just, that sucks. Yeah, no, that's the dumbest power up. Uh, random encounters, the like you hitting the trucks, were interesting the first time, and yeah. then annoying the. 12 other times that, that said those eagles that you pick up from the hard Do what they are continues so wow really yeah so okay you like There's you're so gonna much want this, so much of this stuff i did not encounter right, because, because you were playing save with save states. states yeah i don't know that i knew that until i looked it up this time and i maybe just thought that you had some random number of continues before but you can farm continues huh. by okay by repeating those you encounters. can farm you can farm leveling up to by being in places where it's basically safe to be killing guys that continuously yeah. respawn. Yep. <sighs> I mean, finding I, a place where it's convenient. Is... I think the systems and everything by itself, I probably wouldn't complain about. But the story was so bad. <laughs> the writing was. You didn't want to so save Super Ridiculous. Joe? That I think that, that was really what me kept me edge. going for so long. Was man, Super Joe is in trouble. Yeah. If, if I quit if I this, playing this him, game, who's going to... There are going to be no more bubblegum comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's why he's super, is because he has a bazooka. Oh, no, wait, that's Hal. It's Hal that has the bazooka. Captain, we must stop him before this project gets too big. Mm-hmm. And it's a project to reanimate a dead guy yeah, it's a project to make a to super laser. Reanimate Hitler, because Hitler is the only <laughs> person who knows how to make a laser. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, if if the project grows grows in scope anymore, it's gonna be way too dangerous. And the the, the names of the NPCs like Kilt. And yeah. The fact that your Master character's D name is the, the bad guys. The bad guy organization is called Bad B A D D, which is pretty great. Okay. But then your character's name, which you don't find out until a cutscene in the next to last level, is Lad L A D D. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. And then I do think that this game has the most bullshit last action I have ever seen. Yeah. So the way... Spoilers, that the, by the way. <laughs> the way that the game finishes is that there is a scene... You, you defeat the final boss. You beat the final boss, and then you're just like in this hallway. And Hal is like, hey, here's this super bazooka. If you don't talk to him, 
game over because you can't actually right. win. You talk to him, he gives you the super bazooka, which looks exactly like your rocket launcher. Yeah, no different at all. Anything. And he's like, Master D is down there in a helicopter. Shoot through the window. And so you have to jump off. As you are falling, shoot into the window of the helicopter because when you hit the ground, you don't die from the fall, but the helicopter just shoots you with a machine gun until you die. And you die. Yeah. And then if you, you die, you just avoid. respawn at the top and you have to jump again. Wow. And it is just this like kind of trial and error timing challenge where yeah, you get as window. many tries as you have guys left. Oh my God. Yep. And then it's just game over. Yeah. If you lose. Yeah. So with save states, it was not a problem. If I had gotten yeah. there, if I had gotten oh there, oh my god! Because yeah. I didn't understand what the hell he meant at first, right? I just jumped yeah. off, got to the ground, and was like, "What?" and just died. And I was like, and then, "They don't mean that I." And then I did it again and tried to shoot, and I just totally missed the window. It hit the ground and died again. I was like, "Oh my god! They totally do. I have to hit this thing." And like, so like, like there was a, there was an end game boss battle. And this is like some sort of like yeah. epilogue. Weird little thing. And then the epi epilogue, which is you escaping the base before it explodes, oh, right. which suddenly requires you to do a move with the grappling hook that you have never had to do before, which is to kneel and shoot the grappling hook straight across oh. to grab onto a platform no, 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 and fall no. off. The, it's much easier to just let the guy hit you, bounce off of his... Oh, can you? Yeah, that's how I did it. And oh. I, was like, I was like, oh, this is actually really, like, this is actually really clever because... Oh. For the first time, you don't want to kill this guy. You want to have him hit you so it bounces you up so you can then mm. go up. On uh, I guess I didn't realize. I, I just assumed that his bouncing also <clears throat> stunned you out of using the, mm -mm. the grappling. It, I mean, it's oh. tough. It's tricky to time. But that's it, interesting. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's that's kind of neat. Because I thought if you killed him, you were stuck and lost. <laughs> no, because all you have to do is you stand on the platform that's above him, duck and shoot the grappling hook straight out, and it grabs onto the adjacent oh, platform. Oh, huh. Okay. You might, if he wasn't there, you might be able to fall off and diagonally shoot at it also. Huh, okay. I think that your diagonal reach is... is longer than your yeah, straight is, reach? Yeah, is more than the square root of two. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't is know, it longer man. than Kickstarter backer 18404? <clears throat> Do you think that's somebody who couldn't find an 18-year-old? The square... <laughs> yeah, probably... I thought you were going to ask if it was the square root of two. You know, uh, what would really light the way is some sort of Kickstarter backer nucleic light. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. That would provide all of the illumination that we needed to eat our delicious meal of Kickstarter backer Faustus Fusilli. Oh. I feel like when I eat that, though, I'm really making a making a deal. <clears throat> uh, with mad scientist in training, John Porter. Mm. Oh, I thought maybe. Do you think it's John Porter of Mars? Possibly. I was I was gonna say that maybe uh, you wanted to eat uh, Ebid, which is backwards Debbie, um, but maybe not. Little little Debbies, those are things, right? Sn little Debbie snack cakes. Yeah, they are. Okay, I've never actually had one, so I don't I don't know. Really, you've never had a. a well, it's a it's a brand. It's not a specific. Cake. Yeah, there's a, oh, they, there they, the, there's there's loafy rolls. Yeah. And not had that. Some... Nutty bars. Nutty bars no, are the good ones. Nutty bar. God, Ch I love those. I didn't. I did not ever really have like Twinkies or Ho Hos or any of that kind of stuff growing up. Like. Hmm. It was not until college that I was exposed to them, and I was like, "These are kind of gross." And mm -hmm. so I just never developed. A, Twinkies kind of... aren't good. Yeah. I what about Kickstarter backer? I would like eat. I'd I'd buy a Twinkie every couple of years just because enough time had passed that I forgot that I don't really like them. I but think I, Jody's would actually be a pretty good name for another kind of snack. Cake. We ate mm. some. We ate some ding dongs when I was a kid. You know who would not put up with a single ding dong? Kickstarter backer Artie Effum. Artie uh -huh. Effum is a longtime friend of the family. Heck yeah. yeah. 
I had I had a. Do you remember that day when I, I had was a beer like, near I, him in in in? Uh, when I, what the fuck is the name of that town that's always flooded? New Orleans, New Orleans. Uh, Australia. <laughs> what? Australia. I, that's I think, neither a town nor always. Flooded. I think I was you... trying to say Atlantis. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that makes okay. much more sense. Yeah. Do you remember that day when I realized what RDFM's name was yeah. a joke about? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, holy shit. <clears throat> thanks for backing this RDF. I mean, thanks for backing this Kickstarter backer, Baba Squish. Hmm. That's like Baba hmm. O'Reilly, only Here's, being uh, hit with a water-filled sponge. Here's one from RNG He Hate Me Esquire, which is another <laughs> name I recognize. Thank you, sir. And Kickstarter backer ACM, who is a chick, by the way. Yeah, a lady. Another longtime listener, another yeah. constant reader. Yeah, I, uh, much appreciated. Yeah, I don't think you guys have, have met her, but I have, I and she was as delightful in real life her. as she is on the Twitters. Uh, not like Mr. Adventurer. She was a real dick. <laughs> I mean, thanks for the money, Mr. Adventurer. And thanks, Cat Killer, for... Uh, Killing all those cats. Doing some stuff that I think has to do with the radio KOL that got our whole podcast empire started. Yeah? Uh, yeah. By giving us an opportunity to produce audio although i think we were doing it before she was involved but thanks anyway and thanks for the kickstarter ing uh you know who is kind of like a cross between dowd the hero of uh the recent dlc to dishonored and kind of like geld the german word for money is a deld Deld? kickstarter backer (laughs) deld who maybe gave us some german money provided he was german and a guy what do you think about this uh, Kickstarter backer, Jonathan Cleverer Than Jick Nemias? Oh, hmm. that sounds like a challenge. Hmm. Do you think that uh, Do you think that your girlfriend backed our Kickstarter because uh, I'm called upon now to thank Kickstarter backer Battery Drawer? I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. I love Battery Drawer. <laughs> yeah. you should have uh, You should have pointed out that by her giving money to the Kickstarter. It was we just sort of like, losing yeah, money. giving less money than if she had just handed it to you. Well, sure. But it was it was a show of support and well, love. I mean, what, really what she was in it for was the those email updates. Because God knows no one can get enough of those fucking things. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Kickstarter backer Elfin. I'm sure that Elfin would really appreciate an email update from us. Or 5,000 email updates from the Hex MMO. Thanks, guys. Elfin, Elfin is, was a was, uh, super great... Uh, Beta, beta testing backer of of awesomeness. So uh, double double mad props. Did you say double Mac props? Double mad props. Oh, I was thinking yo. of Kickstarter backer Mac. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pretty great. What about Kickstarter backers Carrie and Matt? Yeah. What about them? What about Martin and Tamar? What about them? What kind of joke? What about them? I'm just saying because uh, it sounds like Mac. Does, yes. Do and. do Martin and Tamar know that their names are almost uh, composed of each other? I guess Martin has Martin an I and an N. It's like, the, well, do you know, like, Roy and Corinne? Corinne was excited that Roy was, like, a subset of her name. Okay. But, like, like nobody else got it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And then I'm, I'm looking at Martin and Tamar and thinking kind of the same thing. Nobody else cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm done yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who uh, would probably not get confused about that game that I couldn't think of, which was, like, Star face by moon dock moon pod by star fa- flights flice star <laughs> Heidi, Heidi star flice star feist is moon puff a kickstarter backer moon puff probably knows all sorts of things that are moon followed by another syllable oh like yeah moon fart 
Yeah. Before we uh, go too much further into this, I think we should probably mention what our next uh, assignment is going to be. Yeah, we need to play something that Kevin can play on a laptop while he is, I don't... I'm on the road. Yeah, on the road. So we're going to play uh, the uh, Infocom game Enchanter, yeah. which can you buy I don't know. a package of Infocom games from GOG? Oh, maybe, I actually. know that there's an iOS package. Also, the people who made those games have said that they don't Care. Get any money? Yeah, so, so they don't care. So if you want to use them. like frauds or something, then I mean, I don't, I don't know if my ethical obligation to pay for stuff extends to paying the people who bought the rights to earn the money for things. You know that yeah. they didn't make, but Activision they, put out an app called Lost Treasures of Infocom that oh, okay. has all of them. I mean, I bought on five and a quarter inch floppy disks the Lost Treasures of Infocom when I was in high school. So I actually own copies of all of those games so does corporal lance boyle that's a pretty funny name actually that's mr timmy in a well to you <laughs> that's a pretty good uh, isn't a dermatology that, joke that's a <laughs> <clears throat> timmy in a well that's a that is a really that that might be a good npc name hmm. i think uh kevin if somebody wanted to uh send us a listener fuck yeah, a listener mail. Kickstarter backer Lady Shadowstalker. <laughs> Thanks, Lady Shadowstalker. Thanks, Kickstarter backer Andrew, for your generous and helpful support. Thanks, Kickstarter backer Ute. That isn't even anything backwards. It's just a bunch of letters that I can't pronounce. Oh, yeah? If somebody wanted to send us a bunch of letters that I can't pronounce, yeah. how would they do that, Kevin? Well, like uh, Kickstarter backer Alex Angel, you could uh, tweet at us at VGHotDog. I don't actually know if Alex Angel is on Twitter at all. Uh, so that, that might not have made any sense. Um, you could also email us, like Kickstarter backer Flippy. Uh, our email address is vghotdog.gmail.com. Between that Kickstarter backer and Kickstarter backer Flounder, which one do you Flippy think knows Flounder. more about dolphins? <laughs> Flippy, I think, probably, just through self-reflection. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's Hambone. It's Flounder. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh... Actually, I think it's Kickstarter backer Colorado NC Cannon. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty good one. Is I that know. the last? Have you pulled the last of I the have. scripts out of the hat? You know, uh, you know who I would like to extend a sincere thanks to for backing our Kickstarter and for all their hospitality over the years is uh, Simon Brown and Janine Pfeiffer. Who, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're good. Good, good folks. Yeah. They're like locals. They throw uh yeah, they throw parties, they throw barbecues. They throw, they throw good weddings. I went to the, yeah, they did throw a good <laughs> they did throw a good wedding. There was vamp like vampire shit going on at their wedding. I thought I th- didn't think the vampires could shit. Or do they just shit blood? Because if, they, they if they're shitting blood, blood they, they need to go to the doctor all the time. Blood sausage. Well they can't go to the doctor all the time because doctors aren't open at night. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of vampires, uh, Kickstarter backer Vlad uh, Slamshank uh, is is also a longtime uh, listener to our audio garbage that we do, <laughs> uh, getting worse and worse with every passing moment. Isn't that right, Kickstarter backer Misa? You know, episode 105 is going to go down in the annals of history, I think, <clears throat> as, the, uh, as the episode where we thanked the Mad Gamer for backing our Kickstarter. If Parker Lewis can't lose, what do you think Kickstarter backer Parker Thompson can't do? Do you remember the the joke that you made 
<laughs> yes, where I said we should call you Loser Lewis because you can't, you can't park. park. <laughs> I, I, I called him that after he did a really good, bad job of parking the car. Nice. Yes, yeah, that was one of those things that I was like, you know what? That is probably like the third or fourth funniest thing that I have ever said, and no one is going to appreciate it because there's no way for that to happen in context. So it's going to seem really artificial when I bring it up. Like this thank you to Kickstarter backer Beowulf. You need to hang out with uh, somebody named Lewis so that you can uh, have them drive you places and then make fun of them. <laughs> yeah, eventually they'll do a bad job of parking and I'll say, loser, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call you Brian Cranston because you hit that guy because you're bad at breaking. <laughs> yeah. You know who's got it going on? Kickstarter backer Mochi's mom. Oh, yeah? yeah. I was going to say R. Taylor. R. Taylor. That's a guy that we've had a lot of beers with at various events in Columbus. That guy, uh, you know what? R. Taylor, I believe, is the guy who officiated the wedding between Simon and Janine. Wow, where really? they were, He was a werewolf and they were vampires. Well, is that allowed? That seems very cross yeah. to have a werewolf To have a werewolf marry you? Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's a vampire dinosaur wedding, like one that would be had by Kickstarter backer Vladisaur. Oh. Hmm. Guys, we are almost done. That's true. You know who's excited about that? Kickstarter backer Brian J, a.k.a. Rad Jose. Do you think Kickstarter backer Dan Rayberg uh, is sad that that he's not Dan Iceberg? <clears throat> um. No? No, you don't? You don't think that's a thing? No. Uh, do you think that uh, do you think that Kickstarter backer Mike Longo is happy that he is not Mike Short-O? <laughs> <clears throat> mm. uh, do, huh. do you think that Kickstarter backer Penty is five letters that shouldn't seem real weird in sequence <laughs> but are? P-E-N-T-Y. That's... Yeah. I've never it's seen like, that. It's like a penny with a... A tea or, or like a panty with an E. Yeah. I saw a restaurant today that was like Cucina di Vinti, which doesn't that just mean kitchen of 20? Kitchen of 20? Yeah. yeah. Like what What does that even mean? Maybe it's like kitchen of the 2000s. Like Okay. Sure. Uh, we could ask kitchen. Noman Candle on YouTube. Uh, he would maybe make a YouTube video explaining to us what different Italian phrases meant. Is, is it Noman as in like the thing in a sundial that casts a shadow? Uh, that's a gnomon. Oh, this it's is like a Rastafarian e gnome. <laughs> yeah. A Rastafarian gnome would be rough because you couldn't really grow your dreadlocks out or you would trip on them. Would you? Do you think you would listen to a bunch of Kickstarter backer Dave Miller band? <laughs> huh. I don't know if that was a Glenn Miller orchestra or a Dave Matthews band joke. I thought it was kind of a combination of all of them, Steve Miller. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 Steve Miller. Uh, you know who else is a joker, a smoker, and a midnight toker? Is Kickstarter backer Giarge with a cat or a dog, maybe? Giarge. Yeah, Giarge. It's a good name. Do you know who the last Kickstarter backer piece of paper I have in front of me is? Huh, what is it? Bill Azulian Nibs. Ooh, nice. Yeah, nice. Good how, you, how, how many you got left, Drift? Uh, I gave all mine to you. Right? Oh, you're all, you're all done. <laughs> abdicated responsibility. You know, uh, if I if I needed to keep track of a bunch of stuff, like a huge list of, of Kickstarter backers, and I wanted to make sure that I made good on my contractual obligation to thank each and every one of them on this podcast, I would have to consult two people, namely Kickstarter backers, the lawyer and the, li the librarian. Fuck. The lawyer and the librarian. The lawyer and the librarian. Mm hmm. Those are my favorite tarot cards. <laughs> uh, you know who I would ask if uh, I would ask, so what is life like if your name is weird and 
doesn't have any capital letters in it. I would ask Kickstarter backer, all lowercase, Darmut Adrian. Is that a real name, or is that a made-up name? You know, it is probably a real name. The name of Kickstarter backer, Mike Reynolds. Oh, Thanks, yeah. Mike Reynolds. That is a very realistic name. For us finally being done <laughs> with this crap. And thanks, <laughs> listeners, for putting up with it. Yeah, that was a Herculean effort on your part. We'll I hope, see I you, hope you just turn this thing off. Unless you were one of the backers, in which case you got to hear your name, and that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We will see you on the next episode of Video Games Hot Dog, in which we will not be thanking any Kickstarter backers, because we already done thanked them all. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everyone. I haven't really thought about anything except just fish. <laughs> yeah. And fill fish. And how Phil much Collins. how much fish it would take to fill up different things. <laughs> like Phil Collins' mouth. Yeah, like Phil, <laughs> Phil Collins. And if you made a Tom Collins for Phil Fish, <laughs> would would Phil Collins loan you the money to buy it from the concession stand at a fish show? Oh, wow. That... Also, if you made something, why would you have to buy it from a concession stand? <laughs> this, this, this metaphor is really strained. That... And also not a metaphor.